Two inseparable best friends navigate the last weeks of high school and are invited to a gigantic house party. Together with their strange friend, they spend a long day trying to score enough alcohol to supply the party and inebriate two girls in order to kickstart their sex lives before they go off to college. Their quest is complicated after one of them falls in with two inept cops who are determined to show him a good time. Welcome to another feature presentation of Midnight Double Feature, and on this episode, we're talking 2007 Superbad, directed by Greg Matola. Colin, it's been a while, my friend. What's happening? Not a lot, dude. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm good, dude. I'm in pain. I'm medicated. Uh, I might say random words. Uh, you might think I have Tourette's. No, no, no. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, man, um, I just did this fucking... I was telling you off air, I, I just did this Tough Mudder event, and I'm just like... I've never done anything like that in my life, so I'm just like hurting in every joint i'm still finding mud in my like cracks oh god uh, like like okay so i scratched my ear today and fucking some like dried mud fell out oh my god <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> um but yeah no um I'm, I'm i'm dying so it's good that we <laughs> do podcasts in chairs um <clears throat> It would be weird we're, if you just did them all sit- standing up. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Like, we're just fucking standing up like like, uh, like, like stand-up comics. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, we're, we're uh, back to our normal routine, man. We had our uh, we had Patrick Harrington on last week uh, doing Bohemian Rhapsody with you, um, mm-hmm. rapping the Rhapsody. And then we had, uh, un- unfortunately, the passing of Stan Lee, uh, and we didn't do a uh, upcoming attractions. We decided to do an in memoriam sort of episode and just you know basically rip on rip riff on um you know stanley's accomplishments and what he meant to us so that was pretty awesome but back to normal now this is our first feature presentation in a while um you know i, I anticipate that matt and i are probably going to have a pretty big upcoming attractions next week because there is a lot of news uh out there there's a lot of trailers um dude how you feeling? Hey, well, well, super bad. We're here with a comic, well, a comic with a com- comedy, comedian, comedy. <laughs> uh, our, I guess it's our first outright comedy. I mean, like we've done comedies uh, mixed with other genres, like a horror, like like Shaun of the Dead, <clears throat> but not really a comedy like this. What, what's your What's your feeling on Super Bad? Give me your thoughts. When was the first time you saw it? What are your memories with it? Well, first, uh, for any good pro- podcast, you know, you got to prep. You got to get in the character. So just. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just fucking roast up a bong or Holy quick. shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, God, it's it's a little too early for me. It's like fucking 6 a.m. here. But. Um, <laughs> Kind of. Oh um, yeah. By the way, this is this is not this is not our normal time slot that we record. So it is what six a.m. for you. It's twelve a.m. for me. Yeah, the same day. It, it fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I like this movie. I like this movie. Um, <clears throat> I, I was gonna say I like this movie a lot, but I I feel like I really want to. Like I I I do like it. It is funny. It's it's 
it's the it's like the newest comedy I can think of that's you know like an American made modern comedy that that can be considered iconic. Um, I, th- I think it, it's it's hit that point because I remember I was in the prime of high school when this came out. What was this like? Oh seven or oh eight or something like that? Oh seven. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been a junior in high school. Uh, so this was like perfect, you know, for uh, for for my kind of age group. Even though I don't really. And, uh, you know, these are not the guys I would have hung out with in high school. I wouldn't have been, you know, like pounding PBRs in a friend's basement or something. You know, <laughs> I was, it just wasn't my kind of scene. But I can totally relate to these guys. You know, they're they're very, very, like, relatable, you know, with, with girls and uh, talking about, you know, like, <laughs> weird boners and, and just, you know, stupid, nerdy kind of shit. Like, I, I, definitely, I definitely get all that. And uh, there's actually... What's really funny is there's two friends of mine who were inseparable like these guys, um, and uh, their names are Travis and Cameron. And these these guys are super bad. Like it was so Travis was a big <laughs> Travis was a big white kid with a huge Jufro, and he was I mean he was just like Jonah he was just like Jonah Hill. He was extremely similar to him. He's incredibly funny uh, and just so easy to get along with. And um, you know, and then you take like Michael, uh, um, I almost said Michael Cena, <laughs> like Michael, Michael Sarah, John you Cena, can't see him. Yeah. Uh, you can't, uh, you can't see me, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but Cameron was just like that. He was tall, skinny, had, had glasses. Like, I mean, it, it, it was just nuts. Like real kind of like, Hey, what's up guys? Like real, real chill, you know, real kind of meek. Uh, and they're both awesome guys, but I mean, even in high school, like they, they weren't even related. They fucking lived together in the same house. Like they just lived there. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like these guys wow. are, these guys are inseparable, you know, where one was, the other would follow. And so I've got a lot of, like a lot of fun memories of hanging out with those guys. And, um, and especially like in our, like in our kind of like a neighborhood where we all kind of hung out, um, you know, cause I, I lived outside of town. So I always had to go into town, uh, to hang out with these people. And they all just lived so close in the little like neighborhood that was like right in the middle of town. It was fucking awesome is in the center of everything um so it has a lot of like fond memories of like um of you know when i did get a little bit older like like totally shotgunning pbrs in somebody's garage when their parents were out of town um and you know just just doing stupid shit getting chased in neighborhoods by people and stuff and uh i i I like this movie a lot i think that um I, i i I got to say, I think it's a little underrated because I, I think in 10 years, people are going to look back and see Superbad and just like really see it for, for what it, I mean, it's not, oh my God, it's just one of the best movies of all time, you know, but it has this crazy, like modern retro feel. That's, that's the best way I yeah. can describe it. Everything it's about it. It's already 11 years old. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like, like looking back on it now, I'm like, man, like that's just, that's, that's so it's, it's still, it's, it's still so true. I mean, it's a it's a, it's like a timeless story of just, you know, it's a coming of age story. You've got, you know, friends who are growing up and going separate ways. And those friends who, uh, sometimes don't realize how the positions have changed, like in the friendship, you know, like they don't realize how, how things are kind of going to be or how things are at the moment. Oh, excuse me. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 I like this movie a lot. Um, like I said, I think it's, I think it's a little underrated. I think it's a, a lot better of like the, um, like American kind of improv comedy wave that just like took over in like, you know, the mid two thousands and is still like super prevalent. Anything from, you know, you look at like stepbrothers in the office and like the, the earlier days of, of like that real heavy, like improv kind of comedy. And that's still going on. I mean, you look at movies like, uh, like the new ghostbusters movie that came out just a couple of years ago. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff is so heavily improvised neo comedy. Um, and a lot of it falls flat on his face. I hate it. I, to be completely honest, I hate so much of that. You know, you 
know me. I'm a sucker for tight, <clears throat> like tightly written scripts. You know, yeah, stuff, like uh, Edgar Wright comedies. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, like the Cornetto trilogy. I'm just, you know, stuff like that. I'm just immediately sucked into. Um, you know, but this is one of those movies where I was like, man, you know, these these characters are so real and they're so lived in and so believable that it was impossible for me to like, like they're 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 improvising just just enough it's so perfect because you can tell they're sticking to like a script where they're talking about you know you know <laughs> where they where they're talking about like what best porn sites to you know subscribe to next year <laughs> the fantastic uh, voyage fantastic <laughs> and like you put your boner in your waistline and like all this other shit <laughs> and at one point i was like i'll be damned if this dialogue doesn't remind me of like i dare i say like pulp fiction like this like social thing yes. like things that we talk about that that aren't we don't ever really see in movies but people absolutely taboo, talk about yeah, yeah. I was like, oh wow, this is this is really crazy. You know, there's like all these like pop culture references and stuff like that. So that really stuck out to me, and that just seems really true. And I and I like that they improv enough that it's fucking hilarious. You know, to let their talent show. But we also <clears throat> we have a story that we need to stick to that's hilarious in its own right, and we don't want to get bogged down. And you know, and it's <laughs> deep. It's deeper than it looks. Yeah, like the story. I absolutely. If 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 anybody in our podcast is is anybody. Uh, you're definitely Michael Sarah, without a doubt, and Vela Vela is definitely Jonah Hill. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I, I, I like if I were watching this, I was like, this reminds me of Zoheb and Matt, but Matt is definitely Jonah Hill. Like, like just just something about that, like that bombastic kind of um, these eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I was like. I, I was like, well, who's more timid out of the two? I'm like, probably, probably Zoe, but you know, who's who's more bombastic? You know, and I was like, definitely, definitely Vela. You know, not saying That's it's a bad. Thing. Yeah, not not yeah. saying it's a bad thing at all. It's fucking wonderful. Um, but you know, I I could I, I hell I'm more like Michael Sarah than I would ever be like Jonah Hill in this movie. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, what what did you think? Why the fuck did you pick this? You know, like we're, we're like we're, like <laughs> this is kind of like fucking random, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> what was I? Oh, okay, so my original choice was Creed. Yeah, um, that's true. I was like, I was like, I feel like. I feel like talking about Creed, man, like, you know, the the sequel's coming out and, like, that movie just doesn't get the love that it deserves. I, I love that movie. Um, hopefully one day we'll do it on the podcast. But then I was just, like, flicking through Netflix, man, and there it was. There, there was super bad. And I was like, god damn, this is a great movie. Like, I, I saw it, I, like, I just saw it, like, sitting there and I was like- It just felt like this a good movie- pick. You just saw it and it's like, right. it feels like a good movie I want to cover. I know exactly right. what you mean. And- and you're totally right. It is underrated because, dude, I'm not even kidding you. This cracks my top twenty. Like really? This, yeah, I, I, 100% think that this is one of my favorite movies of all time because it's so endlessly rewatchable for me. And the way the movie goes, dude, it introduces you to Joni Hill's character and Michael Cera's character and Christopher Mintz Plas's character so well. But then it keeps on escalating. When it introduces you to the two MVPs in this movie, Bill Hader and Seth Rogen, yeah. you're like, get the fuck out, man. Like, this movie is bonkers good. Um so, little history. I've got a couple stories to tell on this on this podcast. By the way, this is one of them. Um, so, two thousand seven, uh, I was watching Die Hard. Uh, it's called Die Hard Four Point here, but over there it's called Live Free Die Hard. Uh, went to watch that Father's Day. I think. Uh, uh, fa- yeah, Father's Day. Um, with my dad, <laughs> the trailer for this came up, 
and man like it was like it was an it was an unrestricted trailer so like there was like a lot of swearing and like a lot of sex jokes and shit and my dad was like he doesn't like these kinds of movies so he was like kind of straight faced but i'm over here like a fucking 14 year old like just chuckling and shit yeah <laughs> so um I, I was immediately like oh, okay this looks pretty fucking funny um Went to school, like, like a, I can't remember. It wouldn't have been the next day, maybe, like, later. And um, everyone's talking about this movie, dude. And I was like, fuck, I still haven't seen this movie. Still haven't seen this movie. Uh, eventually, one day, like, my parents went out and, like, I found a place to fucking download it on <laughs> on uh, on the internet. And I watched it. I streamed it. And I was like, is that it? Is that really, like, it's not really the, the most gross out kind of comedy? Because at that age, dude, you're kind of, like, wanting, like, so much, like, tits and ass and, like, you know? Yeah. Like, you're wanting it to go gross out, like, but, um, like, like it's not really the kind of comedy that you really appreciate as a, you know, 14-year-old. You kind of appreciate it a bit older when you get, uh, so you're, you appreciate it when you get older. I, I was going to um, say, 14-year-old, you would love a movie called Sex Drive, if you've ever seen it. Oh, my God. I've seen it. 14-year-old, <laughs> you would have been it. foaming I, at the mouth. Dude, I still love that movie. Mm-hmm. Good luck with your future um, ride, Space Man. <laughs> oh, boy. But, um... <laughs> How funny is Seth Green in that movie? Isn't he in that? I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah, he is. He's the one who says that yeah. line. He's the Amish yeah. guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but, dude, like, this was also, like, the beginning of these these improvised comedies. Like, you say you like um, you like these Edgar Wright comedies. And, I, dude, I love them, too. But this is more me. Like, mm-hmm. this, this 40-year-old virgin, uh, this is the end. Uh, Pineapple Express. Uh, these, these are all. There's, there's one guy behind these movies, and that's Judd Apatow. Um, so this movie's not actually directed by Judd, uh, Judd Apatow, but uh, Apatow directed uh, Knocked Up, which was the same year as this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Knocked Up is also fantastic. The Apatow movies, uh, the ones that he actually has a hand in in directing, they do usually tend to go a bit deeper. So Knocked Up, you know, deals with. Uh, some pretty heavy issues. Uh, fucking what movie is it? Forty Year Old Virgin does as well sometimes. Yeah, this, um, is, this is forty. Yeah, this is forty. They 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 do tend to go a little bit deeper than the ones that he doesn't direct. Um, but man, this this movie kicked off like a whole wave of movies like this, and I think the same way that American Pie. Is for nineties kids. That's that's, uh, a, and that's teens, a great sorry. comparison. That's really good. Yeah, that this is the same for that. Like mm-hmm. th- this is this is a movie for our kind of like generation uh, and people and teens who grew up in the in the in the noughts. Whereas you know American Pie, I I I arrived a little late to American Pie. I was a bit too young for that shit. Um, and like now. <laughs> I actually watched like those the the first three, uh, pretty recently, and man, they are so cheesy now. Like, yeah, <laughs> there is so much like I, so I like much the, cringe. I like the first one, and that's about it, honestly. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, the second absolutely. one. The second one's not terrible. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, but reunion is kind of cheesy as well. The new the the one that they did like pretty recently. Oh well, of course. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, man, this this movie's outstanding. I've got a. <laughs> I've got a crazy, crazy story to tell. Uh, I'm sure we can. I mean, like you said, you couldn't really relate to these characters too much. Um, I can partially. 
<laughs> this is going to be great. I can tell this is going to be a great show. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, without any further ado, what do you say we get into this bitch? Let's do it, man. Fucking awesome. Uh, we meet Seth and Evan. Uh, by the way, Seth and Evan. Um, so, this is a... This is written by Seth uh, Seth Rogen and Evan uh, Evan Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Um, they collaborate pretty pretty frequently uh, these days. Um, it's kind of like a. It's not really an exact sort of retelling of their childhood, but it's it's sort of like uh, inspired inspired by their childhood. Uh, they wrote it when they were thirteen, I believe. Yeah, I read that that they started the script when they were like thirteen. I was like, wow, that's fucking yeah. crazy. I, I think it at some point in the movie when. Um I don't want to keep calling him Michael Sierra. Uh, when Evan is talking to Evan, yeah, yeah, when Evan's talking to Becca, and he he literally he uh, <clears throat> apparently what he tells her is uh, like this uh, the story of one of their nights is is like word for word what they either what this movie is around or something that they would do a lot. So it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. It's almost like auto. It's very autobiographical. It's almost like an autobiography. But see, doesn't it feel like that at some points as well? Like you're like you could literally be watching like not 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 a celebrity's life, but even your life. Like this is the shit that they're talking about here, just in this opening scene. Even like I've I've never signed up for uh, porn sites. It's just not really been my thing. But mm-hmm. you can like picture two teens like talking about this shit. Well, that like, just being so blatant about it. I mean, it's yeah, just like open. I'm so like, holy blase. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they're just, they're just fucking talking about shit that we all used to talk about as teens. And like, that, that's where the movie kind of opens strong. Uh, like, it, it's just, you know, we're not hiding anything. We're not going to bury the lead. This is what this movie's about. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, what about that fucking, that music too? Uh, I, I, I fucking yeah. love, love dun, 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 that song. Dun, dun. It's like, uh, oh god, what is the name of that fucking song? Uh, I, I literally just had "Too Hot to Stop" by the Barcase. That's fucking it. I was like, mm. oh, that's so fucking good. And the and the weird the 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 animation, yeah, like the uh, like it lends to the retroness, the retro well, feeling. Even the Columbia logo. That's like they show the yeah. they show they show the you know the the iconic one. You know her with the torch, but then it cuts to like the old school Columbia one. From, yeah. from I was like, dude. I mean, all the all the colors. I mean, just if you'd have taken if you'd have taken cell phones out of this movie, you could have set this thing in seventy fucking five. Right. You know, there's so many different things you could have done with it. Right, but this conversation is hilarious, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't even like. By the way, guys, there is going to be a lot of quoting in this oh, of course, episode yeah. because this this might be one of the most quotable movies of all time for me. Like, I I love this movie in terms of its quotes, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry the Coen Brothers don't direct the porn that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, yeah, because Michael Sarah. I mean, just the he's like, you know, if I'm paying top dollar, I'm just I want some production value, yeah. you know. Like, dude, I, I almost I was drinking coffee watching this and almost spit it across the river because I was like, it's it's not he's not even being the best part is he's not even being funny about it. He's so straight faced yeah. that it's like, oh my god, yeah. that's so fucking funny. Like you're you're so serious right now, right? Exactly, and, and uh, have you have you ever seen a vagina by itself? Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, let's let's talk about uh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill just quickly. Um, Jonah Hill is great in this movie. 
Yeah, like, that, I mean, he's really great, and he, you know, I think it obviously helps with like, I mean, his their their confidence just like pours through because he already knew Seth Rogen uh, when they were mm. when they were casting this. They were actually, I mean, like apparently the best of friends. Like, what you know, and well, that oh. yeah, they were they were knocked up together early in this year, right? So they said when yeah. they were looking for a guy to play Evan, they were like, you know, we just we weren't even looking for like, oh, we need a good actor, we need this, you know, we need someone who fits the role. Like, we just need someone that we can just be like best friends with and just hit it the fuck off like right away. And they said they hit it off so well with Michael Sarah that that was it. They're like, no, nah, this dude's Evan. Like, a hundred percent, this dude's Evan. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think it, I think it comes across that way. Uh, you know, just because I, th- I think Jonah Hill's confidence, he just radiates it. And Michael Sarah's great too, right. but dude, I mean, Jonah, Jonah Hill, this is like, you know, this, he's a show stealer. Um, him and Bill Hader, you know, like uh, if you're looking at like the adults, you know, versus like the younger kids, like out of the best two of them, I mean, we're definitely talking like Jonah Hill and, and Bill Hader. Um, and it's, it's, it's so fucking funny. Um, because you know the fucking car that he's driving. What car is that, dude? Like that thing is so <laughs> <piece> small. <laughs> that guy in oh. a little car. Oh my god. Well, at least you got to suck on your dad's dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I will say his mom is hot though. Um, she, she she's a smart show. <laughs> yeah, and she's bent over and stuff. I'm like, oh come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, but anyway, they. <laughs> He parks in the in the faculty parking lot. Don't be such a vagine, man. <laughs> I, I say that I say that way too often to my best mate. Like, cause we we we, we always quote this movie, and um, like we're always like, "Don't be such a vagine, man." I'm gonna get a Red Bull before class. Like, it's just <laughs> just his just his confidence, dude. Like, it, like they set up this they set up this character so fucking well. The way he's like sauntering down to the 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 door and is like you know they should be sucking in my ball sack this is dialogue you don't hear in movies like you know what i mean like you hadn't heard this in movies before like again comparing it to movies like this like american pie they don't even go this far no like you know what i mean yeah this is like american pie seems tame compared to this yeah this is very i mean it's dialogue if if you want to call it vulgar you know i i guess for lack of a better term i don't consider it vulgar i consider this the way i fucking goddamn talk but like (laughs) yeah right exactly i i I love lewis black and lewis black's like i say fuck so i can think of other stuff and i'm like yeah that's it it's filler dude (laughs) it's eventually just like filler at this point right um no, exactly. Like I, I, I do a good job of like not saying it in front of people who like like my parents. Right? Yeah, same here. I do yeah. it, like I'm very good at like filtering it out. But when I'm with people who I know don't really care, like my friends or or you or even on the podcast, like I it's literally just fucking filler. <laughs> like, I just did it just now. Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> well, and also, like, I don't want to go past... Like, and, and, and in between our laughings of this and the quotes, there is a plot, actually. And um, like, this is where we <laughs> learned that uh, that Evan got into Dartmouth and um, right. Jonah's going to be going to state. And you, I hope you guys will miss each other. No, 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 thank you. I won't. Why? You know, <laughs> he's great at kind of fumbling that around. Uh, Michael yeah, Sarris, he's yeah. great. He's like... It's like somebody throwing him the ball, and he just starts like, it just he, he's he's like that is Michael Sarah's like typecast, and that's what's so great. And I mean, I don't think anybody can ever talk about Michael Sarah again and not talk about this is the end because th- yes. that's dude. That, that, I was just about to bring it up <laughs> because I and they're it's so self aware. Like they know that he's been typecast as that kind of guy. You it's know? fantastic, um, and it's awesome even seeing him in like Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which obviously you know Edgar Wright, um, but um, but yeah, it's it, he's. It's absolutely hysterical in that. So, yeah. him and this is the end. Who's got my fucking phone? 
<laughs> well, no, dude. With this is the end. It's it's even more hilarious because they're playing themselves. Fuck it, dude. Like, Let's just cover this is the end. Turn this shit off, dude. <laughs> we'll just go and play by play. <laughs> like like this is the end. He's playing himself, and he's just like he's he's in the fucking kitchen, and he's getting sucked off. He's like, I got sucked off in here, and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's got the Capri but, Sun. Uh, he's like sippy sippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jonah Hill, everyone hates. Like like there's this like ongoing subplot of like Jay Baruchel hating hating Jonah Hill, even though everyone's like he's the sweetest. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, he's like great, holding him the whole time. He's like, get the fuck yeah. off me. Yeah, Jonah Hill's like sick reference though. You, you move your references off the chain. Uh, <laughs> all right, back to the back to back this, to this one. piece of shit, I guess. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, dude. You're telling me you've never done this, going to a news agency or like a, a a supermarket or whatever and picking up the porn magazine and just looking at it? Well, because 90% of the time, you know, I would have been, ended up being with my parents. But but uh. the other percent time, like sometimes they put them up like high over here. So, like so like you can't like you can't like there's there's some shops where like literally somebody has to get like a pair of like of, <laughs> of like clamps, like like extendo arms and like pull one down. Dude, for me... <laughs> For me, it was like, okay, number one, I'm trying to make sure the the, the shop owner doesn't see. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He, like, the, this fucking kid in a uniform is, like, over here in this stingy section. Um, and I'm just, like, trying to avoid him, like, his gaze. Uh, and then number two, the other thing you got to watch out for is usually- because the one that they pick up in this movie, like, it's, like, full on tits out, like, you know, on the cover. That- that's usually covered by like foil or some yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'd, I'd just be like, kind of like bending the packet and be like, ooh. Well, that and at this age, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm not, it, this isn't the 70s. I can go home and just look at that on a computer. Like, I don't even really care. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But, but like, I'm talking like young. Like, I'm talking like fucking like nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not talking about a teenager or some shit. Because, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. when you're nine, you're, you're aware of like, you're like browser history and you're very par- par- paranoid. So. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jonah talks about, uh, flipping his boner up into his waistband. <laughs> oh, I've never, I've never done that before. No, I've never done that either, but he's like, I blew a load into my belly button. <laughs> I have, I have done that. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, they talk about Becca. Uh... Basically, Joan is trying to, according to Evan, I don't, I don't insult her every chance I get. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, there's like flat out parts where he's like, yeah, fuck her. She's a bitch. I'm like, Jesus, dude. He's so, dude, like his confidence is so good. Like, there's no, it's funny because like right now we're about to find out um, he's not as confident as he kind of comes out to be in front of other people. It's just with Evan. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, he's very, it's, it's yeah, he's he's very, um, I, I don't know, it's like, it, he's so worried about saying the wrong thing that he's just, you know, oh, what what should I say here that's, like, normal? You know, I, I can't just be myself because, I mean, if, imagine if these guys just walk around talking to people like that, like, hey, what's up, Evan? Hey, motherfucker! You know, just like yeah. the weird shit that yeah. they do. I'm like, dude, God, no. 
And this guy's just a straight up cunt and just fucking spits on him. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, these guys have apparently been friends for however long, dude. But I'm like, if, if you and I were somewhere, I mean, what, we, we've been friends for a couple of, you know, what, like a year now or so. If we were anywhere and somebody spit in your face, dude, teeth are coming right. out of their mouth. Are you fucking oh, kidding yeah. me, dude? You just spit Absolutely. on him. I don't care if I get my See, ass beat, dude. Like, that's fucked up. That's gross. Yeah. See, but I, I believe it because it's Michael Sarah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you know, I love I love I love when he's like, Tell your faggot friend he come and come he can't come either and like he's just like shaking his head. I was like, Why are you gonna be bring bring into this? Dude, Michael Sarah uh, looks like a human bird. Like there's like <laughs> he looks like at any point he like just a just a big like just a big quiet nice bird. He's fucking hilarious, dude. He's like, Do you want me to dive into in front of his spit? <laughs> <laughs> but I also love dude. I, I identify with Jonah's character so much. Like when they're running track here and he's just like fucking dying. Oh hell yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. And the guy with the fucking prosthetic runs straight past him. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I love this not to skip too far ahead, but you know, him in the classroom and he's he's looking at he's looking at Becca's tits and I knew I knew it as soon as yeah. it happened. I'm like, they just keep on her face. And pull yeah, down. They're gonna pan down. And they yeah. pan back up, and she's staring. I'm like, "Ooh, that's a tough spot to be in, my friend. That is, that is real I love, bad." I love- I love how I love how natural but not natural like Evans <laughs> kind of likes <laughs> he tries to play it off. He's like, "Oh, he's like, "Oh, look, there's my nest out there in a tree." Oh. <laughs> but like he like kind of like turns his neck and he's just like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, that's that's right. That's the right answer." Yeah. <laughs> when, when they, after they walk out, she's talking to him. She's like, "Oh, yeah, did you hear about, you know, whatever that douchebag's, you know, did you hear about this guy's party, you know, blah blah." He's like, "Oh, yeah, uh, uh it's a maybe." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I couldn't like I was laughing so fucking hard because I mean once you know you know if you see it out of context it's just like oh a normal conversation but once you know what's happened yeah. before it <laughs> some fucking it's a maybe oh Dude, man this is this is uh, Saturday was actually a really crazy night for me <laughs> and then we find out what they actually did oh my god they watched porn they fucking went to the strip club they got kicked out i love i love her i was like oh you guys got in yep we got right in and then they fucking get kicked out <laughs> i fucking love uh, mclovin i'll fucking kill you <laughs> yeah yeah fuck you and what, you know what's crazy is this movie you know and it's, it's it even says introducing chris Herman's platt which i don't i didn't really see him in anything else after this the fright night remake like he did some stuff for far cry kick ass uh, oh yeah and kick ass but really like that's really about it like i don't remember like i haven't seen him in a bunch of stuff i don't know if it's just by choice or whatever but it's crazy to see emma stone like six or seven names down on the credits i'm like wow that's nuts because i mean she and jody are literally they're doing that manic you know special with yeah it's just netflix it's doing that i think it is a netflix original yeah um but, um, but yeah, I mean, just to see her get like billing, I mean, because this is, uh, this was Jonah Hill's kind of like first starring role. This introduced Christopher yeah. Mitz Platts, this introduced like Emma Stone, like this, I mean, it, like that's what I'm saying, regardless of whether or not you like the movie, like its place and time can't be ignored. It opened a lot of doors. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, like for me, well, for me, Christopher, Christopher Mitz Platts, uh, whatever the fuck, however you say his yeah, name, whatever. Uh, blew up, blew up after this. Because like, um, I like, <laughs> I like role models. He's in that. Yeah, that is a good movie. I actually really do like yeah. it. He's in he's in year one, which isn't great, but it's still uh directed by Fuck. What's his name? Uh the Ghostbuster that died. What's his name? Harold Ramis. Yes. Fucking yes, love Harold Ramis. Yeah, me too. Um 
Kick-Ass, How to Train Your Dragon, uh, Friday Night, uh, Pitch Perfect, seen him in that. Um, yeah, he's, you know, this kicked off a, a, a good career, man. Neighbours, um, he's, he's working, he's working. Um, but yeah, man, I love, I love the way he walks off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm telling you, two, two, if that clip had lasted 10 seconds longer, it would be him walking out the door and just... Yeah, and flying away. <laughs> but okay, uh, I've dude, I've been in this situation. Like I, okay, I. It's funny because I am a, I was a like amalgamation of, of of Evan and Seth. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was confident with friends. Like oh, this is gonna be a deep episode because I'm just gonna go straight into my fucking childhood. Um, so I was confident, like, like Seth, uh, with friends, but. When talking to girls, dude, I was I was Evan. Like I'm not anymore. Uh, at least I don't, don't like to think so. But yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I I can 100% remember moments where this happened. Like this this just this awkwardness. Like it, it, mostly it was more like, oh my god, like th- this is gonna happen or this is gonna happen. Like it's just so unpredictable in that situation. Um, and then just like. Yeah, you don't know what to do. <laughs> like, maybe maybe I was a bit younger than these guys, actually, now that I think about it. I, but because they, I, can't, I can't relate. Pretty I, never, I never had a problem with that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, eighth grade or ninth grade. I, like, I was younger. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, no. I mean, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade were just, God, mm. man, that's a bad run. Um, <laughs> those were those were a few of the lowest rated seasons of my life. Um, but now the um, it's it's it is it's it's just really awkward because you know at the same time like you don't know what to say because you, you like I don't know because there's I think I think it also gets conflicting when you get with guys that are kind of our age because you have like the older way that you've been taught to like oh you open doors for ladies you know you uh, you know you you always pay for the bill you always pull their seat up for them. and you know because I mean my parents were older you know so that's just kind of like the way like I learned to do things and then you start getting into this culture where it's like yeah that's obsolete like that doesn't matter anymore like that's not cool you know and it's like oh man like that's don't show up to your first date wearing khakis and a polo seriously don't because that's, oh, that's exactly what I did and I'm like oh god oh, I'm such a boy. dark greasy fucking faced kid God damn it. You piece of shit. You fucking weirdo. Put the Yu-Gi-Oh cards down and fucking stop. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea how many times like I've I've thought about like building a fucking time machine and just like traveling back and and being like, be more confident, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, right. you I know, know. yeah don't, don't stop the Kennedy assassination or Hitler. Make sure that, yeah, you build your confidence up, you fucking selfish <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, no, fuck that. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's, just, it's all about me, man. It's all about me. Um, okay. Can we can we talk about how, how much of a joke Homek is? Because yeah. it actually is. Dude, I didn't even, like, I, I baked nothing in Homek. It was all fucking <laughs> movies, dude. I didn't do shit in there. <laughs> I, I did cook. Um, but then, like, I remember the whole time remembering that, holy shit, this is a joke. Like, when the fuck am I actually ever going to be doing this? Like, I, okay, because right now, as of right now, I, ladies, this is going to sound so attractive, but all I can cook right now is lasagna and spaghetti bolognese. 
and it's from high <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where i learned that shit man um <laughs> um and san Joy bell and that's it like <laughs> i can't remember anything else we cooked i remember cooking cookies and bullshit but like i was like oh, i've burnt this i'm sorry whatever um but I, but like i i we we had this teacher named miss whitby and she had the highest like the fucking like the highest voice and i was a bit of a rebel um back in high school too so uh, I, I just I just like make fun of her voice <laughs> and get kicked out and like man I could if I was if I was aged now and like kind of like standing outside the classroom I'd be like shut the fuck up Zoheb like honestly just shut the it's fuck so up it's so weird because I was just thinking that no I'm just kidding um, but <laughs> dude, his dialogue with this home ec teacher you know where he just like I'm sorry, and, and I'm cooking this fucking shitty food no offense and everybody knows home ec's a really easy thing you know and no offense I'm not making fun of your profession anyway it's been fucking three weeks away give me some fucking slack <laughs> But I love, you know what I love, man? I love the cutaway. Um, and he's like, look, look at Evan over there. It looks like he's having the greatest time. And it cuts away and Evan's like with Maroki. And he's like, you know what I'm talking about, Maroki? You're embarrassing me. Yeah, right. He's like, he's like just leave me, hanging me out to dry here. <coughs> later later on when they, when they cut over and he's dressed like a cat. Like they have the flower on his face. I'm like, holy shit. It's great, man. But um, yeah, Seth changes his tone when he uh, gets told that he's going to be partnered up with Jules. And uh, I would too, to be honest. Yeah, God, she's still man. It's it's honestly ninety percent of it's the voice. I don't get like apparently she yes. was she got to, like choleric or something <clears throat> when she was younger. I can't remember what it was, but her voice oh. is just kind of like permanently like that, and uh, like her voice is not supposed to be that kind of like raspy sounding. But I mean, it's it's like I don't know. It's like entrancing, you know. It's like seductive. She's so yeah, man. Even like back when I watched it in oh seven, like eleven years ago. I was like, man, this chick is unique. Yeah, I was, dude, <laughs> like, I was just not- going to say, there's nobody that looks like Emma, Emma yeah. Stone, dude. That's so crazy. Yeah. She, like, she's not... <sighs> See, this is going to sound so uh, so bullshit and maybe I'll get complaints, but she's not hot. <laughs> like, she's just unique. And I think that lends to it so much. See, like, I, I, there, there I will... But she is hot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not the hottest. Right, yeah. Like, she's not, she's like... She's not your typical... It's, it, she's more like the girl next door, you know? It's not it's, right. it's not like the cheerleader-like right. type, which I think, I, because in this movie, it feels like she should be that type of chick. But it's crazy because yeah, it's... That's, it's yeah. that, because we're so conditioned to that. But now it's not. And I feel I'm way more relatable with that. I'm like, cool, I would never try to go up right. and talk to, to, to... If you want to, you know, type A cheerleader, typical 80s, you know, party movie girl that every guy's trying to get or whatever, like... I would never try and like, do that, dude. <laughs> like, think about think about Naomi from fucking American Pie. Like, she was yeah banging Shannon Shannon Elizabeth yeah. Um, and and like and like look at look at her look at Emma Stone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just and maybe that was another reason why when I first saw this, I was a bit disappointed because it's not like it's setting it up to be this massive like super hot chick, and then this guy's doing like pretty much running across the entire town doing this crazy shit just to kind of get in bed with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's so like she's so unique, and it, it's and like her performance in this is, you know, it's not she doesn't get that much screen time, but she's still great, man. Like she's she's in fucking La La Land, and she kills it in that. Like she's an amazing actress now. Oh yeah, um, she's great. Um, she's now she's doing shit with like Rachel Weisz. I just saw they're doing a, like a like a period Victorian era like movie. I was like, holy shit! And you know she's doing like yeah. uh, is it Maniac or Maniac on Netflix? Maniac, Maniac. Maniac. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, God, she did Spider Man and shit and Zombie Land. Mm. I mean, she's great in Zombie Land. Um, yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where I like really look forward to whatever she's in now. Like she's yeah. she's in the Help. Did you watch the Help? Uh, no. Great movie. 
Um, okay. And then that's when we get this montage. This fucking <laughs> weird-ass montage. <laughs> of just, like, them cooking and, like, Seth doing these, like, these these acts behind Emma and she's, like, not even noticing. Yeah, just totally He's got oblivious. The fucking He's got the fucking eggs with the- with the fucking- <laughs> with the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Um, and then we get introduced to McLovin, aka Fogel. <laughs> wow. This guy- th- this is- this is all everyone was talking about from this movie. Um, yeah, and I-, I- He was like the- the- the person- yeah, he was like the poster boy of this movie, you know, and like there were so many actual fake IDs, you know, that were, you know, like something that you'd say, they'd tell like Spencer's or like Hot Topic, you know, where it was like the actual McLovin like fake ID. And I've got one. Oh, God, of course you do. Uh, like um, my friend, my friend went to, no, actually my mate went to Hawaii and, uh, you know, he usually just brings me because he travels a lot. He usually just brings me back to like something tiny and like he went to Hawaii and he he's like, dude. Check this out. And he fucking gave me this the Hawaii driver's license. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's taped. Like, I will literally take a photo of it and put it on the after party because it's literally, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, I, um, like, I, I think that, you know, he's he's good and he, and he is really funny, you know, and it's interesting, like, his whole experience of the night is so very different from theirs but at the same time kind of ends up like he has the more eventful night of like anybody you know just like the crazy <clears throat> shit that happened um but you know i just i think that as a kid you love mclovin but then when you get older and you you know like you see dude you see like a hundred percent agree yeah I, I know exactly what you're gonna say yeah and when you say well i was gonna say when you when you see bill Hader and and, and him as an adult mm. and you realize the i think when you start realizing the the implications of yeah this guy's a cop just a cop drinking a bar drinking a beer at a bar it's just so like uh not that's not cool dude like there's so much as you get older you realize it's so fucked up with those characters and it's great yeah yeah now uh, see uh, yeah mclovin's great uh, i i w- this time this time around though watching it i i think he's uh a lot a, a little weaker than uh what i remember and i think it's just got to do with age um maybe that's just why like he just kind of appeals to a, a little more He's a bit too geeky, a little bit, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, I did go past the part where, obviously, the biggest plot point in the movie, fucking uh, Jules invites uh, Seth to the party. So, <laughs> how, the, how the fuck did I miss that? <laughs> um, one of my greatest, mo- one of my greatest fucking moments in this movie, dude. Um, just that cutaway of like McLovin following uh, the girl, and she's wearing the G banger, <laughs> and she turns around and is like. He tells her the time, and he's like, "I told her what time it was." <laughs> Dude, it's great it, because like the editing in this is great. Like there's smash cuts of yeah. stuff, like especially the, the, the earliest ones. Michael Sarah being like, oh, "At least you got to tuck on your dad's dick." Boom, and then we're like right to like the. Sh- I love, hmm. I love the smash cuts like that. Um, but it, it's great. <laughs> just. Um, I mean, the teacher of the home at. Cl- I mean, dude, that woman is kind of terrifying. Like, there's something about her. That- Fogel, hi. <laughs> like, she's she scares the shit out of me. I don't know what it is. She is she is scary. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this lady is repressed. I was like, she she's got some shit yeah. going on at home. <laughs> she's gonna fucking. She's gonna hang herself and, at the end of well this day. And then you know she's got some shit going on home, and then you have Joe to Hill be like, <laughs> just straight up telling you your job's a fucking joke, and everybody yeah, takes I this know. class to get an A. I'm like, oh my god. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> that's great. But uh, Fogel basically tells him, tells them that, you know, he's able to get a fake ID uh, to buy alcohol. 
Um, and then we get this this scene in the cafeteria, dude. Um, well, because <laughs> I had never seen dicks represented on screen before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, man. It was like, wow, we can do this in in movies now. Like, this is wow. Okay, I guess we're doing this. Um. This is hilarious. This little kind of like cut aside. I love my favorite one has to be the Doctor Strange love dick. Oh yeah. I mean, I got to say this kid's fucking he's good at it, dude. <laughs> he's fucking I, I must have been the crew, right? It must oh, have been yeah, like the crew yeah. just fucking drawing this shit and like let's get this out there. <laughs> and especially seeing the kid like click the remember those pins back in the day and it was like a, it was like red, blue, black and green. Yeah. Like, oh my god, he's got yeah. one of those pins. I was like, "Fuck, yeah, those things were awesome." Um, yeah, but <laughs> but like they they made him stop eating fucking dick shaped foods. Yeah, I mean, and just the what one thing, what's super funny that is the kid. You know, the whole reason to get started is that kid who shoves his books off is like pussy. You know, hmm. and then once he tells the story of Becca and, and Evan walks away, that same kid walks by and shoves his books off and goes pussy, and he's that's like, great. "Fuck off, dude!" That's great. <laughs> I love seeing that. That's, that's a really good like setup and payoff, and it's so simple. You know, it's and it's just kind of like a throwback. You know, if you really want to get technical, but I thought it was fucking but- hilarious. I love, I love how he reveals it to Evan. He's like, I just used to sit around all day and draw pictures of dicks. And Evan's reaction is fantastic. Dicks? Like a man dick? <laughs> <laughs> your, your dick touched, touched Becca's foot? He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you hit Becca with your foot, with your dick. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, dude, I don't know. I have no idea why. No idea why. But this is one of my favorite moments in the movie. When I'm supposed to just sit here and eat my lunch like fucking Steven Klansberg. <laughs> and then the, it's like, what's wrong with that kid? You know, he's just like, well, what, what's great? What's great about these? Um, what's what's great about these kind of movies, especially with Judd Apatow in general? Is, I mean, everything feels like uh, everything feels like a improvised. Well, I was improvised, but a lot of stuff feels like um, like the like the the sister or the cousin to freaks and geeks you know you, you see you uh, see so yep. much of his fingerprints on that which i didn't really get into that till like a few months ago uh Lindsay's a big fan so you know still we, never seen it dude i gotta i gotta watch it it's on netflix i gotta watch it's it it's pretty good man i like it i like it a lot it's really funny but just that social like awkwardness kind of thing with friends and you know what people think about you and stuff like that he's so good at getting that across it's so great yeah um so, Seth goes and tells Jules that, uh, you know, we can get you alcohol. <laughs> well, the good thing about my back is that it's located on my cock. <laughs> Dude, that is... The confidence with which he rips that off is fucking great. I was like, wow. That is like... I, like I, I, but, but it's so awkward. It's, He's so awkward afterwards. It sucks because, like, I mean, it just doesn't get the laugh that I want it to. I'm like, oh, really? That's pretty fucking funny, man. Like, <laughs> It is. Yeah, I would have laughed. I would have laughed for sure, dude. And I'm sure... You know what? Do you reckon this movie gets made today? It's pretty fucking misogynistic. Um, yeah, I, I totally think it is. I mean, it's it. Yeah, I, I totally think it does just because of the outcome. Like the whole thing is like you know. Um, yeah, the outcome saves it. I think yeah, well, for sure. Well, because you have Becca who gets too drunk, and you know, and 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 and, um, and Evan who's like, you know, no, no, I'm just, I'm not doing that. You know, blah blah blah, and that's great. But then you cut over to. Uh, you cut over to Seth's situation and it's kind of the same situation. Like he's too fucked up and she's like, no, like this is, this is just not kind of going to work. Like I could almost see Evan, um, uh, Evan and Jules more so than I'd ever see like Jonah and Jules, you know, it's just weird. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, 
So basically, yeah, he agree. <laughs> either way, either way, it's mine. <laughs> you guys want some alcohol? Uh, alcohol, he, drinks, drinks, uh, He agrees to buy alcohol. Uh, the, the friend who's actually a little bit hotter than Jules uh, wants Carl's Kill Lemonade. It's a big guy, but whatever. <laughs> I was wondering um, who she was. I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, that's, I, you know, I figured in a movie just because, you know, they're like somebody, somebody would have thought to like, because we're okay. There's Emma Stone. She's supposed to be, you know, the chick. Blah blah. Yeah, it's kind of like that Family Guy where they use Meg to like walk around uh, other girls to make the other girls seem more attractive. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, yeah. like I, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying I'm not. I'm just surprised they didn't do it. I'm so like I'm conditioned yeah, to see too. it at this point. I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> dude? As a 14 year old, I was like, but that chick's way hotter. Yeah, right. Like seriously, I was like, fuck. Um, <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> Seth fucking storms the soccer practice. Oh, that is, that's <laughs> like one of my favorite scenes. Seth, get off the field. The way he's yelling at him is fucking hilarious. Hey, how fucking great is it, man? She wants my dick in and around her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you know, we, we, we was Dave, Dave Franco. We see. Uh, yeah. Dave, he said, like, come on, dude, get off the field. Like, yeah, don't go, go, don't, don't piss your pants, Scott. <laughs> piss your pants. He's like, that was like eight years ago, dude. He's like, people don't forget. <laughs> It's fucking great, man. Like and, and like, just the way he kicks the fucking ball Dude, yeah, off the field. It's, it's, it's so hilarious to me because for one thing, he's not even in the game and he's participating more no. than Michael Sarah. But then, yeah. like the fact that it's not even like him. Like it's you know, you could have done the scene where it's like him, like actually playing and kicking the ball, and like, oh, it's you know, he's he's like a badass or whatever. But it's hilarious because he's just annoyed <laughs> with it. He's like, get the fuck out of here, and like kicks this thing. That's so fucking great. It's fantastic. I, I love. I love how Michael Sarah is like to to Dave Franco. He's just like, can you just calm down, man? It's fucking soccer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, that- it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fucking fucking calm down, Greg. It's soccer. Fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, Greg. Why don't you go piss your pants again, dude? It's like eight years ago, oh, asshole. God. People don't forget. Well, that I mean, so- by the time college comes around, I'll be the Iron Chef of pounding bars. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the dialogue and delivery is yeah. just outstanding in this movie, man. Like, it's, just, it's it's no, it doesn't have a parallel, I think. Um, like, even movies like, okay, look, because Pineapple Express is right up there for me. I know you're not that big of a fan of it, uh, but the the way like their lines feel improvised and the way it's delivered is so natural, like this. Um, I just I don't know how they do it, man. But um, anyway, Evan touches Becca's boob. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still stuck on this scene with it, with with fucking Seth on the on the field. He's like, girls are gonna wake up and I'm, like, I'm so shit faced that night. I shouldn't have fucked that guy. We can be those mistakes. We can be that mistake. <laughs> that was in the trailer. I remember that moment specifically because I was like, that's fucking hilarious. But yes, uh, yeah, he punches uh, Becca in the boob, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty much all that comes from that like she wants uh what does she want again gold fucking- slick gold slick vodka gold gold slick vodka yeah it's it's a, it's a hilarious it's like one of the funnier situations to me but it's because like she knows that he doesn't mean to do it and like he knows that yeah. he doesn't mean to do it but he still can't get out from under it like it's like oh no. man that's so fucked up man but i love <laughs> I love the way he says but bye. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry. Like <laughs> just just that only only fucking the way that ever like Evan can say it, uh, fucking Michael Sarah can say it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's only him. Uh and then we get the fake ID scene. Holy shit. Dude, I love I love this. Like like okay, so basically Seth is freaking out because you know he's late and can't find Fogel. <sighs> Just 
Well, one name? <laughs> Who are you, Seal? <laughs> what kind of stupid name is that? What do you try to be an Irish R&B singer? <laughs> I, know, I gotta I say, I, I, love- I love this. I love the Seal line in particular because I actually I fucking love Seal. Like I listen to Seal, like, <laughs> and I think it's so much fucking funnier when like you actually Dude, listen to uh, it. W- when I first watched this, man, I had no idea who Seal was, so it sounded even more hilarious. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Who has a name like like Seal? Yeah, right. Like, like the joke went straight over my head. But anyway, he's fucking- how old is he? 20, 25? Yeah, right. 20. <laughs> it just is reasoning. Like, it was like, oh my god. But dude, it was either that, between, between that or Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, Muhammad is the most commonly used name in the world. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I just- it's fantastic, man. It's it's just uh, the chemistry. We haven't even talked about the chemistry between these three as well. Like they they just riff off each other so well, man. Like uh, uh, I can't I can't even. But anyway, Seth uh, <laughs> Seth's car got towed. Oh God, yeah. Does he? I don't even think he fucking tries for the. Does he ever even end up getting it out? No, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He gives no fucks, man. Like he's just because you know you know what I think it lends more towards the uh, I gotta buy alcohol like situation so I can fucking nail this girl. That's literally it. Like like I think it's just kind of like. I gotta get my priorities straight. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go past the line, you know. He's like, "I'm McLovin." No, you're not. No one's McLovin. McLovin's never existed because that's a made-up, dumb, fucking fairy tale name. You fuck. I was like, God, "Oh my god, damn, dude, that is he's so, so great, hilarious. dude!" Like, fucking yells at him. I feel. I actually feel sorry for fucking Fagel sometimes. Yeah, he calls him like, Fagel. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Fagel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seth and Evan go back to Evan's house. Evan's playing that game. I love when he's playing this game. He's like, he's like, he's like what up with that M sixteen? Yeah. He's like, we don't we don't negotiate with terrorists. He's playing the fucking <laughs> uh, playing the fucking getaway. What game is this? The getaway. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I've always wondered, man. I was like, what the fuck is this? I had to Google that, but oh. I remember playing that game, and it's actually a lot of fun. It's like the British GTA, basically. Mm, yeah, uh, one of my favorite lines in co- comedy history. No one's, <laughs> no one's ever got a hand job in cargo shorts since Nam. <laughs> that one's really good. Oh god! I, but basically, I would say that makes me that up. makes me think of the fucking line from way earlier where he was like, "Didn't you get like two dozen hand jobs from her and three quarters of a blowjob?" That's not yeah. the point. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you mean three quarters of a blood? <laughs> three quarters. Oh, sorry. That's like way. We're fucking. We're like. We're like half an hour into this movie, and I was like, "Oh my Dude, god." We can. We can talk about the opening credits. Still, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners would love that. Um, but I love. I love. He's like, "Where do you shop, baby gap?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and this was. To the, this is what I related to when someone's like, "I would be over at a friend's house, and you're know, like, go swimming, and you know, like my clothes would get wet oh, or yeah. something, and they'd always have to get like their dad's clothes." Like, <laughs> like the, I was fucking like six, like six two and two hundred pounds. <laughs> Dude, not not even fucking kidding. I asked my mate last week. I'm like, "Hey, you still got those fucking basketball shorts that you gave me, and <laughs> the ones that fucking stretch out?" Because I want to crash at yours, and I got like I don't have a change of clothes, and I want to wear those. And he's like, "Fuck, I don't have them." And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a tiny guy. He's like fucking I don't know, waist twenty eight or some bullshit. And I'm like, "Fuck you, man! I can't deal with that shit." Um, uh, one more thing before we move on from this scene, man. I love Evan. He's like, <laughs> he just like he's got like no tolerance for this game. He's like, "That's so bullshit!" Like he's like, "Why do they even make it if you can't even win?" <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, they step out of the bus uh, in this amazing slow motion sequence. Um, and they meet 
they paid up with Fogel, who looks like Aladdin. Yeah, right. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I love I love the slow motion, what the fuck, from Seth. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and this is kind of like that first sort of, like, indication that we get uh, that Fogel... Uh, that Fogel and uh, Evan are kind of like not not collaborating, but they both have a secret that they can't really tell Seth, and that's uh, you know Evan uh, basically uh, well living well, they're going to be living together, right? Right, yeah, they're going to be roommates. Which I mean, they fucking whoop, dude. If, if like Seth can't handle that, like chill the fuck out, man. You know, it's like it's like it's kind of yeah. weird. It's obsessive, you know. Um, yeah. See, uh, I. <sighs> When I was in high school in year 12, which was our last year, obviously, um, I, because I had one best friend, I mean, like, you know, you have friends, but you have that one best friend, um, and he went to another uni, a different uni than me, a more prestigious uni, fuck you, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, and, like, it wasn't really, like, a separation thing, it was more like, oh, so we're not gonna be fucking going to classes together, we're not gonna have races and lunch together, uh, it's, it's just weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it, it's, it's a bromance. It's not, it's nothing else. It's just more like five days a week. You're kind of like hanging out with this kind of like one person. And even, even after like five days a week, like you're kind of like coming around each other's houses, fucking watching movies, you know, just having laughs and shit. And then dude, after, after that, it just kind of like stopped. Like we hang out here and there. Um, and we like, you know, hit up the movies here and there, but we just, we've kind of fallen out of contact and yeah, life, life just took over. And like this movie hit me in the fields, like <laughs> at, at that time, like I was just like, fuck man, I can relate to that so, so much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's like, <clears throat> that's why I'm really glad that, you know, like we brought like Danny onto the podcast and stuff. Cause like me and him and a bunch of people were like really good friends, you know, and, and you know, people just grow up and they get, you know, they, they move farther away and they get. They get jobs and they have kids and stuff like that. And, you know, they're getting married. So, it's like, you know, it just kind of happens. Uh, but at the same time, you see something like this, it's kind of like, man, I need to pick up the phone. You know, it's it's mm. it's a good reminder to pick up the phone and, call, like, call those people and stuff and just, you know, hit them up. Right. Like, thankfully, my, my job, I just started a few months ago. A lot of my friends, like, from that crew actually kind of, like, work there. I'm like, cool. I've got, like, two or three buddies that, still, that, that work there. Um, and, and, like, I know I know exactly what you mean, you know, but I go through phases where it's like, man, oh, yeah, I got to hit this person up, dude. I haven't talked to them forever. It's been way too long. And this, this movie's a good right. reminder to do that. And I'm a very nostalgic person. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I always, like, think about, like, the good times and shit. Like, I always try to focus, like, more about the good memories than the bad. So, I'm sorry to all the ex-girlfriends out there. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Jesus. But um, <laughs> I just love... You look like Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, th- this, whole, this whole scene coming up where it's, like, all these these, yes. th- these three different situations. I was like, dude, this is where the movie got me, where I was like, okay, this is this is absolutely fantastic. Like, how, this is, how great is this? This is pro- probably my favorite scene of the movie, honestly. Because, I mean, really? it's like, that'll be $80. Then he pulls out an $80 you bill. You certainly are. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, man, I love that. Um, and then, you know. But he pulls it out of his fucking wrist. Yeah, he like pulls it out. He's just, he just like, oh, man. Uh, well, but, dude. Well, I was, when he sees the woman, you know, the old woman, and he's the like, lady. oh, okay, can yeah. I you with your groceries she's like yes he's like enjoy your remaining years she's like i will you you enjoy fucking jewels he's like i will <laughs> it's like savage dude just just, just well, like he jonah hill does such a good job of like realizing how hyper crazy this this scene has to be to work and he does it so like his eyes are sure. so big he's like i will <laughs> like, for sure shit. Uh, 
I, I, you can't, like, you can't go past the security guard, though. Like, just the music, like, don't do it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> just the journey. I was like, I never had a choice. I know. At first, I was like, okay, this is the real scene. Like, that, like the dude's going to run up and he's going to make a run for it. But I was like, nope, we're still in La La Land here. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. But you know what? It fakes you out so well. Because honestly, the first time I saw it as a 14 year old, I'm like, fuck, this movie got real. Um, and then he starts like bleeding from the neck, like just that he's holding his his neck. I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. Oh boy. Um, but anyway, that doesn't work. They catch a bus. I I just just this. <laughs> I love <laughs> on the bus and like Seth just watching <laughs> watching Fogel clean the shit off his nose. Yeah. Dude, I'm, um, I'm laughing at when they actually get to the liquor store and he just starts. You know, he's like, oh, Kyle, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle's killer six pack. You know, raspberry lim- lemonade vodka. You know, and, and this and you know, oh yeah, gold slick vodka. He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like really nervous. I should have kept the past. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that line is just so like what the fuck I, I, I said that once I, I, I said that once to my friends just randomly like we were in some kind of situation and uh, like like I was nervous and I was like fuck I should have kept the vest I should have <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that man it's 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 Vigel's like whimpering <laughs> and it gets, it gets, yeah, this is fucking bigger than you, Fogel. Now walk your fucking ass in there and buy this oh shit. What if I don't feel like it anymore, Seth? Then I'll fucking kill you. It's like holy shit. Oh, oh god, I, I I had to recover from that one, man. Oh my god. But Fogel, Fogel walks into the conven- into the convenience store. Um, sees all the twenty one and over signs. He goes to the back fridge. He spills the fucking cans, and this poor bastard. There a problem here, sir? Nope, nope, no problem whatsoever. Uh, you, you should really clean this up, so I might get hurt. Yeah, did you make this Fuck mess? Fuck my nope. life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, but, um, how- Dude, how- How over the top is he with this- with this convenience store chick? <laughs> it's just like, he can't hide it. He's just so nervous, and he just starts whistling. <laughs> oh yeah well and i think it's even, Hello, it, 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 mindy it's even more intimidating because she's super attractive it's like oh god like yeah. i mean and uh, like the the intimidation factor of like a younger totally. a younger guy and an older woman it's just like oh fuck this is so you're you're an totally. adult who's attractive like oh god that's even that's even worse totally dude um <laughs> He gets fucking knocked out, and dude, first time I saw this man, I had to rewind it and just like listen to his whimper. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I just I couldn't I couldn't get past him, man. He's just like, Dish. <laughs> <laughs> and just the I mean, just his his general whimpering on the ground. Are you okay, Mister? <laughs> and, mm. and what the shit was that? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> the, like what the what the shit was that? Um, and the dude starts pounding the bottle in the background, like the employee comes around and just grabs the bottle. And <laughs> he does not it. give a shit. Yeah, um, dude. Before we get that though, we get this scene. Basically, it's the reason because like we need um, we need Seth and Evan to be away from the the convenience store when the police rock up. So. <laughs> I need to get a glimpse of these warlocks. <laughs> yeah, that's a great line. Me, me and my me and my buddy now, like because we're fucking single creeps, we say this sometimes, but we obviously don't. Uh, we just this is just a part of the movie that we just quote. 
It's just funny, man. I need to get a glimpse of this one. My favorite part in the entire movie, this hard cut to them just like fucking sprinting down the, the street. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, she's going around the corner. Come on. <laughs> just so desperate to get a, to, to get a look at something like, oh my God. Uh, it's fantastic, man. Um, and then they come back and they see the police car. Now, story time. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Yeah, strap, yeah. Your, strap yourself in. Okay. This is going to sound like a long tangent, but I promise you it's worth it. So, um, <clears throat> this is my super bad, super bad story. Uh, my 16th birthday. Um, so, my birthday is in December, and around uh, around my birthday, it's every it's the closest Friday. It's usually... I don't know, whatever. Um, there's there's a big sort of like uh, a field in my sort of backyard. It kind of like links up with my backyard, and basically they have this massive sort of like um, like a like a little kind of like amusement sort of thing. Like there's like rides and you know crowds come. It's it's to celebrate the end of like little athletics. Like this little thing that they have like competition with kids and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that was on. And 16-year-old me and my friend, the the best friend, the aforementioned friend earlier, uh, we were like, you know what? Let's fucking gather some boys and just go to the other field nearby and have have, have a few drinks for my birthday. And that's what we did. We uh, paid one of our older friends to buy some drinks for us. Um, not good drinks. Uh, literally, like, probably, like, six beers and the rest were all, like, vodka cruises because we were young as shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, we took the drinks down to a nearby field. Um, and we, like, there was no one else nearby. So, we just kind of, like, sat around sort of the canteen area and just drank and just talked, had laughs. Um, all together, probably about 15 of us. Um, there was, it was, yeah, it was a decent sized crew. Um, and we all just, you know, fucking just had a good time. Now, this where shit gets crazy. Um, suddenly it gets really loud and, um, you know, the, where we're sitting, it's kind of like roofed. So, um, we kind of like look around and dude, there is a police helicopter approaching us. Like it is approaching. while, While you're out in the field? We, we, we were, like, kind of, like, in this canteen area, like, overlooking the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, like, we just, you know, keep talking, keep talking. And then it starts to descend. And we're, like, um, okay. Uh, and the helicopter just keeps descending, keeps descending. And it fucking lands in the- it starts to land in the field. Um, and then we're, like, okay, we're just gonna start slowly walking off. Like, we just kind of, like, start walking off. Because we all know we're breaking the rules here. We are way underage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we start walking, we start walking, the helicopter ascends and starts following us. What the fuck? Like, dude. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, remember that big, uh, festival that I mentioned earlier? So, there is a long winding path, uh, connecting the festival park to the park that we were in, like the smaller field. So, we start walking our way down that winding path and there are these like ferns, like these little trees, like bush bushes. Mm-hmm. Um, we ditched the drinks. <laughs> we ditched the drinks in that, in that bush, in that bush fucking little, little thing. And we kept on walking towards like down that path. And like at the, the other side of that path, 
uh, was it kind of like a street? Like there's a street that separates the field with the festival. And dude, we saw a police car rock up uh, at the end of the the uh, the the park. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, that's when you know the the heart starts pumping. Yeah, uh, you're like, what <sighs> the fuck, dude? Uh, we're walking down the path, and dude, five meters ahead of us, to the right, there's a alleyway that cuts into the neighborhood. So, <sighs> decision has to be made. You know, <laughs> helicopters fall. Helicopters falling you from the back. Police cars at the front. You could see the police officers getting out and walking down the path. Uh, few of us uh, followed the path towards the police officers, and a few of us went right. Guess which one I took? Yeah, you went straight. No, dude, I went right. <laughs> I ran. I ran from the police. Um, I ran from the police with a, about four or five other people, and um, it was uh, the alleyway opened up into a cul-de-sac. Um, and basically, we we all just kind of like <laughs> we hid in trees like fucking idiots. <laughs> and dude, this is how desperate I was, and this is how much uh, the adrenaline was pumping, and this is how bad things could have been. Uh, and I look back on this fucking so often because I was like, this could have gone so bad. Um, I was so scared. I jumped over a fence, and I went into someone's backyard. <laughs> And they were not home. <laughs> Thank God. I didn't even ex- I didn't even assess like whether you know they have a a car in the driveway or anything like that. I just jumped the fence and just stayed in the backyard. You know there was a pool area and they had like kind of like a, a covered area. I stayed under the cover and I could like I stood there for like about ten minutes and I could hear the helicopter kind of like circling above circling above. All this for and a couple of fucking beer. Like, you guys went from zero to listen. three stars Grand Theft Auto yeah. in, like, two seconds, dude. Like, what the fuck did you guys do? What? Like, did you kill right. someone to get the beer? Like, Listen, listen, listen. So, listen, like, I'm, I'm waiting there for about 10, 10 to 15 minutes, right? And then, like, I peek to the left where I came from. And there's a, I could, I could see a police, a police officer <laughs> in the front yard. What are you, and fucking dude, John I, Connor in T2? Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I stepped back towards the porch, uh, towards like the back porch, and I could hear like the the rattling of the fence, like like I could like I knew like he was like fucking climbing over the fence to come get me, and he ran at the corner, <laughs> and I threw my hands up, dude. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I didn't do anything. And then he's just like, he's just like, put your hands on, your, put your hands behind your back. Uh, and I put both my hands behind my back and, uh, he led me to the front, sat me down on the curb with the other friends that got caught because they were fucking too stupid to jump over a fence. Uh, <laughs> and we, we all sat there. They, uh, looked at our days and shit. Um, and I was, I was crying. I was in tears. Uh, I said, like, I'm a straight A student. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, obviously I had because I was underage <laughs> drinking. Uh, um, and they asked us the question, which is, I think, the reason why that why they were out there. They asked us, have you guys been smashing bottles uh, into people's windows, car windows and house windows? And we were like, no, no one did that at all. So, I think while the festival was on, um, some other delinquents were out and about, you know, uh, fucking people's shit up. So, that's why they're around. And I think because we kind of ran uh, and because we were in sort of like a sort of a sizable group and we kind of seemed to be at that age, um, they thought it was us. Yeah, right. They saw you. They saw a brown kid and they were like, this is it. Oh, yeah. come, come and get him. That is absolutely. That, but, that is fucking crazy, dude. 
that's not the end. That's not the oh end. Oh, my God. Um, so, another thing that could have gone so bad. By the way, my parents don't even know this story, so... Uh, <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast, thankfully. Um, uh, they also, they escorted me home in the back of the police car. <laughs> Jesus, man, what the fuck? Yeah. And, um, dude, the back of that police car, like, it was... It was like a mini jail. Like there was like it, there was no sort of access point for like a handle or anything to hold on to. It was just the cage at the front, like that separates the passenger cabin uh, between the back. Um, and we got there, and the police knocked on my on my house door. And thank fuck, my parents went home because they just knocked. They knocked, and they're like, um, "Do you have any way to get in?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I've got keys." And they're like. Okay, we're going to let you go. Uh, we were going to talk to your parents, but, uh, yeah, it's just going to have to... The, that's that's all it's going to have to be. And they left. And that was it. <laughs> God, the time Fucking and the resources... The, the time and the resources put into busting up a couple of kids who were drinking. Like, holy shit. You, you wouldn't Dude, even bat a fucking eye Paul, where I come from. Pole air, like like the that's what they call their the the helicopter thing, the helicopter wing, and they call it pole air. Fucking New South Wales police, like at least three cars, because um the other friends like just told us that yeah, basically the festival like there was like a lot of cops like around and uh, the other friends that kept walking straight along the path just fucking managed to mingle with in in the fucking festival. They just you know blended in. It was fine. Um, but yeah, dude, that's. The- that's my story. That's How fucking, fucking wild is that? I mean, that's it, my sixteenth birthday. It's it's crazy because <clears throat> I just got the the reaction to to what you guys were doing. It's just even even if you guys were, I mean, right. throwing fucking bottles through people's windshields and stuff. Like still, I mean, God, you were like you you were. <laughs> if this were Grand Theft Auto, we were, you would have been at three stars. Like what the fuck? We were so we were so confused, man. I was like, uh, because I was smart enough to kind of know. I was like. Surely this is a bit of an overkill response. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is- this is wild. Why is there a helicopter chasing us, number one? Because I- I was curious, um, and after that I actually looked up- because, uh, it's publicly available, like, how many, um, helicopter units are available to the New South Wales Police, mm-hmm. and it's only three. Jesus. Like, that's- it's only three in the state, um, that's- they get- they get di- dispatched, so- the fact that they used one on us, I was like, what is happening? And dude, like, at the time, I was like, oh my god, they can see us. They've probably got, like, infrared scopes or some bullshit, like, which they probably don't. Yeah, I mean, apparently still. the way these people respond to stuff, goddamn winter soldiers up in the helicopter waiting for you to fuck up so you can break right. the neck. I was like, what the fuck? Right. And dude, you have no idea the paranoia after that because I'm I was expecting like a fucking letter in the mail or a phone call from the police. Like it was somehow my parents are gonna get wind of this, but nothing happened, man. Like eight years nine years later, here we are. Jesus Christ, that that is crazy. Like if I were your parents, I would have been pissed just at the response. Like, you're wasting my tax money going in and yeah. like, oh, shit. See, yeah, my my parents wouldn't have understood that, man. Like, they, they would have been like, oh, my God, can you imagine the shame of, like, our kid being publicly hauled, uh, you know, from the police car into, in, like, you know? Yeah. Escorted by two police policemen. Oh, my God, it was crazy. That's my super bad story, man. Like, how's that? That's fucking, that's solid, hey? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I've, I've, I've got a few that I'll share sometime, not on this episode for time's sake, but, dude, yeah, I've got one that's comparable to that that you'll fucking love. I'm gonna save it for, really? I'm gonna save it for a good episode, though. Interesting, interesting. Um, alright, man, back to the fucking show. 
Uh, it's actually the first time I've actually really like talked about it publicly. Um, I, I'm like obviously I've told my friends, but um, yeah, wow. I guess that's out there <laughs> and now. That boy grew up to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, to be a lawyer in New South Wales, you need to be deemed a fit and proper person. <laughs> so I don't know if I uh, fall under that wing, but whatever. Not after this episode, <laughs> I'm definitely not fit. I can tell you that much. Um, but anyway, uh, Seth and Evan get back to this door and find the, the police car and look through the window and see Fogel talking to the two policemen and the convenience store clerk. And dude, like I said, we get our probably my two favorite characters in this entire movie. I'm not even kidding. Um, just just uh, like I like them so much better than um, Seth and Evan. Only because, you know, they use kind of sparingly, but also their chemistry is fantastic. Yeah. Um, like Bill- and their performances are great. Bill Hader is yeah. amazing. Like, he's- Have I told you I've met Bill Hader? Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember I when, have, but, right? but I mean, this is a yeah. great story for that, too. <laughs> oh, well, it's not a story. Like, I, I used to work at uh, Hoyt's at the cinema, uh, like, kind of like the head office thing, and, like, they were just giving out, like, premiere passes to Trainwreck. The one with Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was there. And, like, I fucking shook hands with him, man. I was like, oh, my God, I fucking love you. Um, you know what that sounded he's, like? He's, that sounded like a goddamn what? story, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're, you're, like, checking your watch. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, he's, he's super nice. But, um, yeah, man, like, he, everything I've seen him in, he fucking kills it all the fucking time. I love this yeah, guy. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. He's going to be in the new It movie. I mean, he's up, yeah. he just Bob's Burgers all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, dude, he's fucking great. And his, his improv, nobody improvs and riffs like this dude. He's he's just, I don't know, his delivery is, is insanely good. But at the same time, the shit that comes flying out of his mouth is like, wow, that is not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> dude, he's got... Probably one of my favorite parts in uh, Pineapple Express, and I think it's only in the extended version. Uh, basically, they're testing weed on him, and they're like, how do you feel? And he's like, I feel like a, a stick of butter just uh, melting, on a, melting on a big old pile of flapjacks. <laughs> right. And he's like, he's like, well, because I love his humor is not like it's it's not like a whole lot of his peers. Like, it's not a lot of dick jokes and like. You know, like not cruder humor. Like he's just bizarrely wonderful, and like everything that he does, like his yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like you can't can't put it. You can't put a name on it. You can't put a a definition on it. It's just some kind of humor. Like even in forgetting Sarah Marshall in in Knocked Up, dude, I love him in Knocked Up, man. Like fucking uh, Catherine Heigl's like vomiting into a bin, and like he's on the phone, and he's like. No, actually, he's like, you look like Jabba the Hutt dying. It's <laughs> like, like, ah. <laughs> Dude, so it's just McLovin? Uh, yeah, you know, oh. so I, technically I don't have a first name, so you don't, he said, I don't have a first name, so you don't have to worry about my last name or something like that. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Seth Rogen, dude. I, I really like Seth Rogen in this as well. Like, I love this, this might be my favorite scene in the entire movie i think just them trying to figure out from this woman like and how fucking backwards they have the description <laughs> oh yeah he's like she's like he was he was look like you he's american he's like okay so jew is like weird uh, crime for Jewish. a jew weird crime <laughs> but uh yeah i love seth rogan like p- pacing it together she's like <laughs> she's like he was like you oh so he's jewish <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i, I oh, love, like and especially when you go 
uh, when you go into when you go into the scene with Jonah Hill and them freaking outside, th- that that is him getting hit by the car is like that's so. I, I mean, I remember that being in the trailer and it being such a big like what the fuck like that was a big selling point because the way he flies, it's like it's crazy, Dude, man. It he looks lands great. he lands hilariously. Um, he gets hit a couple times by cars in this. And I was like, fuck me, Jesus. Yeah, right. Uh, so that's. Yeah, that's Joe Joe Lo Trulio. Uh, everyone will probably know him as Boyle from Brooklyn Nine Nine, but he's in, he's been in heaps of shit, man. He's hilarious. I love this guy. Um, apparently, someone has an exam. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's so fucking great. I can't, go, I can't, I can't go past that, man. Um, well, I was, but yeah, basically, they're, they're fucking. Oh, no, go on. No, I would say they're they're you know um, like because I don't want to skip over the scene where where uh, where Seth gets run over, but. When they're sitting there talking to him, and he's like, you know, we, a lot of a lot of single names these days, you know, Rafe, Chingy, Shakira. He's like, I actually we related a uh, we arrested a man lady who was legally named Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it but, was Vietnamese, see, it was a PH, but you know, that's not see that alone is not that hilarious. It's more Bill Hader's like delivery of the word Fuck. <laughs> yeah, because it's not it's not what you think he's gonna say. It's like, oh my god, yeah. that's so fucking funny. Like I even because I watch everything with subtitles on, even though I was, oh I, me too. Yeah, me too. And I'm sitting there watching the subtitle, but it's still, even though I'm reading it, it's, it's, it's still fucking hilarious. Like the way he says it. Um, yeah, and absolutely. It's, it's so funny how much of a loser the guy is that fucking hit Seth Rogen though. I mean, Seth's the character that's supposed to be Seth. Seven dollars. Like, <laughs> How old are you fucking six? Ow, my back, my back. He's like, oh, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's like, it's all a half, man. It's all a half. <laughs> Because uh, oh, the, the guy who directed this uh, also directed Paul, you know, with uh, yeah, Sam Peck and Nick. Fox. I like Paul. I love Paul. We'll definitely be covering that yeah. shit someday because it also has Bill Hader and this. Who, who, I can't remember yes. the fucking actor's name that um, that you know, that hits yeah. uh, that hits Jason Bateman. No, no, no. That hits uh, Jonah Hill's character in this in the car. Oh, Jolly that's not what I'm doing I'm like I'm not fucking I'm not gonna even try to say this shit because I'm gonna fuck it up but yeah they're, they're great I'm, I'm like yeah I'll, sure, I'll try it um, yeah yeah Bill Head is great man um, you're an organ donor <laughs> <laughs> oh god but um, yeah basically they accept a, a ride uh, from what's this guy's name um Francis, the driver, yeah. his build as. <laughs> yeah, Francis, the driver. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, man, like, just the way it's shot as well, like, like he looks like a guy, he looks like a guy, and then, like, he cuts back to him, and he's just standing, you guys, you guys name, you guys know a guy named Jimmy? You totally look like his brother. You totally look like his brother, man. <laughs> well, obviously, that's setting up the thing later, but um, it's still hilarious, man. Just, just, just the way the situation kind of unfolds. This movie, okay, this movie, that's another thing, this movie is totally an adventure. Yeah. Like, if you had to classify it as something else other than a comedy, because comedy can be anything. It can be action comedy, it can be romantic comedy, it can be just horror comedy like Shaun of the Dead. But this is pretty much an adventure comedy, right? Yeah, like it's, you know, it's it's kind of uh, an epic, you know, it's kind of, it, it, in a weird way, it's like the Odyssey. It's like a weird, we meet some characters along the way, we get sucked into the night. Like we have to, you know, you got to rub elbows with people when you need something that you can't get. You know, this is kind of, everything that's going on is illegal. So they're going to have to go to some sketchy people to get what they want. You know, that's that's kind of like the fun, That's it's just kind of, it's kind of like, um, 
uh, it, like a, a good example is like sex drive, you know, not that that's anything like super illegal that's going on, uh, but it's hilarious because you have to go, you know, like it's a conquest is what it is. It's like a, a coming of age kind of like conquest movie, but it never, I think that a sign of the times is the way that these movies end now. They never end with the guy kind of like getting the check and everything going great and blah, blah, like th- those don't end. Either one of these movies, sex drive or this movie don't end this way. And I think that's fucking great. I think that's uh, where these things kind of get broken down now where, we're, you know, we're, we're seeing people who were raised on those kind of movies and then them looking at real life and being like, dude, that's not how this works. And then now it's their turn to get to kind of make movies and, and, and tell like how real life goes. You know, I love that. I love that shit. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I completely agree. Um, you guys at MySpace or... <laughs> God, he's so fucking creepy, dude. Dude, talk about like a, a dated joke as well. Like, I don't know, because MySpace, was that... Was it still around then? I'm pretty sure it was. I think so, but I mean, I was. I think I've had Facebook for like ten or eleven years. So I mean, yeah, I, I think. No, I was going to say I think I've had Facebook since 2008. So this is 2007. Maybe it was around the time of MySpace. Yeah, I think it's just showing. I think it's just. I, I don't know. I thought it was intentional because it's like no kid is really, so, yeah, is really yeah. using MySpace. You know, they're using Facebook. Um, right. He's, he, he, but I love how he's like, you guys want to come sit up here? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> he's, he's such a weirdo, man. I fucking love him. Um, <clears throat> we got to we gotta look in on uh, on Fogel's situation with um, the cops. Basically, there's no semen database, so then I'm going to find this guy. <laughs> I thought everything I touch, you know, it's just going to be covered in <laughs> semen. <laughs> and he's like, that's not the case. God, dude. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's it's... It's Seth Rogen's like voice as well that makes things even more funnier. Yeah, because he's like, just, he, the, like, way just he's, the way, like he's got this kind of like uh, like a compressed neck. Yeah, like the shit that he says, "fucker," and then have her write you a check for twelve dollars, like in forty-year-old version. <laughs> like I fucking love that line right. just because of his delivery. Like he's like a, he he sounds like he needs to voice an animated bear at some point. He's got to because he sounds just like like a, he sounds like a big animated bear to me. Like that voice, so it's a deeper voice too. You know, and I think he's I think he's Canadian. I think. I could is, okay, yeah. So he's got like a little, a little bit of an accent. It's nothing crazy, but like, yeah, he's from Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love his voice. So he's great. I, I really, actually, I, do. I, I really hope he's done some animated stuff where he's looking to do it because he's a, he would be a really good voice actor. He, uh, he plays Mantis in Kung Fu Panda. Well, there you go. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, he definitely does have a great, great voice. I love him. Um, <clears throat> they're also doing something in this scene that I totally think real cops do. And that's putting on the sirens while going through the fucking red <laughs> no, lights. Fuck I'm not stopping. Yeah, right. Like, you, you kind of like, come on. If you're a cop, you must. Uh, and I love all the Star Wars references. Learning you are, young Padawan. Yeah, the force is strong <laughs> in this one. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, but, uh, yeah, before we get to this party scene, what do you say we take a break around here? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Right, fantastic. We'll be back, guys. See you soon. Hey guys, it's Zoheb just breaking in the middle here. 
Uh, we've got a few things that we just wanted to put out there for any newcomers, or if you're not part of our growing community, maybe this could benefit you too. Firstly, we just wanted to let the newbies know about our episodes and the way Midnight Double Feature is currently structured. As you know, right now you're listening to one of our feature presentations. When we started the podcast, we basically built the show around our feature presentations. These are movies that we choose to cover and basically go through everything in the movie that's worth talking about sequentially. These episodes are generally longer, and we're definitely looking at options to spice up our feature presentations by getting guests on, very much like LSG Media's Matt Anderson in our Get Out feature presentation. We also have our upcoming attraction episodes. Typically these come out during the week and are much shorter than our feature presentations. These are hosted by Matt Vella and basically consist of a conversation between Matt and I about any movie news that's worth talking about, quick reviews of movies that are currently out in the cinemas, and other hijinks. Finally, we have our special features. These are usually one-off special episodes that are mostly experimental and don't really have any specific definition. They could be a sit-down with a cast or crew member, a conversation between the hosts, or just a straight-up different thing that might not even relate to film. Before I let you get back to the episode, I just wanted to thank our listeners and supporters. We definitely couldn't have done any of this without your guys' constant support. If, for some reason, you're not a part of our growing community, head to our socials. We've got two pages on Facebook, Midnight Double Feature, which is our main page and has our formal announcements, and we also have the After Party, which is where we post memes, news, and teasers of what's next to come on Midnight Double Feature. We're also on Instagram, which is at Midnight Double Feature, and Twitter, which is at MDFPod. Thanks again for listening, guys. Back to the show. All right, guys, we are back. Uh, freshly squeezed, as I like to say. Uh, it's, still, it's still weird. Like, I don't know what that really could pertain to, but use your imagination. <laughs> um, so we're back with Superbad, dude. We're, we rock up at this, this, this party. And, dude, this is... Like this is where the movie kind of like goes from like a a, a, a nine to a ten. Yeah, this, like, this definitely I, I, ratchets I, everything up. Right in terms of not in terms of like like in terms of quality and in terms of like stakes as well, right? Because like these kids are like these these guys have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen like right now. Like you know what I mean? Um, and they basically rock up with this loser who thinks he's a part of the crew and he's loved. We all know someone like this, right? Oh, God, yeah. Like, we, we all know a loser who basically thinks that, you know, they're the talk of the town or, you know, everyone everyone loves them. Um, and basically, these two fucking dumbass kids put their faith in him. And <laughs> one thing I love, dude, is, like, when they're, when they're following him. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Thunderdome is also another <laughs> another thing that we riff on. Um I love I love when they're following him and like these two girls walk past with like drinks and then he turns around and does this thing with his eyes. He's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um picks up the phone. Um basically they're scoping it out for alcohol. Uh, it's basically it's basically a treasure trove, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um Seth like <laughs> Great, let's grab one of these buckets and go. <laughs> Michael Sarah's like <laughs> You out, of my, you, out of, you out of your mind, man. You can carry those. And then, dude, that's when we get the fucking showdown. Oh, yeah. Um, like, why does he... Like, why is he beating the shit out of this dude? Like, well, like, I, like, I didn't quite get it. Like, I don't think they really explained, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. He just fucking hates him. No. Well, like, well, when he's on the phone, he catches him on the phone, and, like, he, he mentions, he's like, you calling your freaky little friends again? Like, something like that? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know what that really kind of means, but 
again, we don't really need much. It's more like that this guy's this guy's a loser. Like you get so much character development from the actions and not really like what's being said. Um which is great because like they don't really spoon feed you with it. But this guy, dude, this guy's from heaps of shit. Um, probably most memorably, uh, Pineapple. Um, you you've seen Pineapple Express, right? Uh yeah, in like bits and pieces and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So in Pineapple Express, there's these two hitmen. One of them's played by Craig Ferguson, who's that that the guy from um, fucking This Is the End. Um, and the other guy's this guy. The basically in in that movie, this guy just wants to fucking go home and have dinner with his wife. <laughs> um, but this guy's pretty funny too. Um, he kind of gets a short shift in this, but whatever. Uh, basically takes fucking whatever this guy's name is. I fucking forgot. Uh, and kicks his ass. But I love, I love Mark. Mark, come on, Mark. Mark, come on. <laughs> like, like. Like, you know, like convincing him it's cool and then convincing the kids that it's all right. You know what? All right. It's fine. Like, it's just such an awkward situation to be in. Yeah, because they don't know anybody there. This guy's kind of like their window in. And it's like, oh, man, that's really cringy to watch. Right. Tiger got out of the cage, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it when he punched oh, him. I was like, damn, dude, he fucking got a good punch. And then he just kind of like he did. shrugs it off. It's like, oh, yeah, he goes, um, the other guy gets a bit dirty and kicks him in the balls, eh? But mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then we get, uh, we, we cut back to McLovin's little situation. Uh, what are the cops' names again? Slater and... Uh, something? shit. Uh, Slater and Michaels. So, yeah, so Slater and Michaels are responding to a call, uh... In in a bar, you you should always take a call in a bar because you might get a free drink out of it. Um, <laughs> and basically, they come up to this situation. Stop him, McLovin! Stop him! Oh, dude, I love that he fucking <laughs> fucking Seth Rogen pulls his gun out. He's like, should I shoot him? He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. I love him. Um, and basically, McLovin gets crash tackled, uh, and this bum basically just fucking knocks himself out. Nice! Yeah, McLovin! Nice! <laughs> oh my god. But I love that they're both, like, brandishing guns. Like, that. <laughs> like, no cop would be brandishing guns oh, in this yeah. situation. Like, as soon as they pull them out, everybody's just like... <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the guy's not even- he doesn't even have a weapon or anything. Like, he's not a danger to li- anyone's lives. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Um... <laughs> Uh, we cut back to the party. Seth starts dancing with this girl. Oh my god! This this shit. Oh is my god! So fucking. Oh man, I've I've never. Hey, you dance hard. <laughs> I've never I've never I've never heard about this happening to anybody. Like, but I mean, no. I totally. I, I don't know. I, I I buy it though. This this sounds like this happened to somebody at some point. You know. Yeah. This sounds way. This sounds way too specific. Um, to not be real. Mm-hmm. Like. And then, like, you kind of, like, question the logistics of it. Like, is she wearing underwear? Like. <laughs> My God, like, how how, how heavy is the flow? Like, good God. Oh, God. I just died inside. Um, She's a fucking freak, but also a weirdo. Um, and basically, we, we cut back to Evan. Uh, he. He gets a call from Becca, and this is, you know, where you get the fucking <laughs> signal lost or whatever. I swear I'll bitch slap you so fucking hard. <laughs> She's like, hey, it's rude. That's rude. He's like, fuck you, you suck. 
Oh my god. Um, Seth finds out about the period blood. Dude, it's blood. Oh my god. I love god. these guys. Yeah, it's like come here and look love at this guy's fancy jerk off ass period blood. I was like, what yeah, the fuck? yeah. They're like, they're like, let me go call this guy and fucking. You're trying to like, like maintain like a like a low low cover. Like you, you're trying. You're not even supposed to be here. Yeah, not even supposed to be here today. Um, well, I've had and, like I, everyone's. I was just saying, I fucking love the the liquor store employee showing up. I was like, hey, that guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, let's get fucked up. <laughs> he's got like a whole case of like cheap. It's like fourteen ninety five a case. It's like, ugh. Oh my god. Um, basically, Fogel. Uh, Fogel's having drinks with Michaels and Slater. <laughs> and um, how great is this sequence? Uh, <laughs> they give the they give the tape to Fogel, and Fogel's like, "Any ladies want to want to see here?" And you see like Slater's face just kind of like sink. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, damn it. And Michael's like, you don't want to make it made a chick at the bar, man. And dude, this this story is hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, that night uh she had group sex. I wasn't in it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's just being like, yeah, I was. Oh. But I heard it I heard it through the wall. <laughs> but I love Yeah, I met the missus a paintball. Yeah, shot her in the neck and we hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> well dude, I don't I don't want to go past like the last part of Jonah Hill at that party when he's just like where the woman's like, Hey, do you want a tampon? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, right? Yeah, it is, at the toilet? Yeah, it's right? just a line for the bathroom. What does it look like? Ah yeah, fuck me, right? <laughs> that, is, that is fucking great. But yeah, this this like this is where Bill Hader just like shines, dude. Dude, this is like he yes. is he is so like in his zen moment man like he absolutely crushes it um you yeah, know because this is like this this story feels so real i was like you know if you want to meet chicks you gotta go to a spin class a farmer's market a fucking pumpkin patch you know given the <laughs> given the type of year i was like what the fuck um but yeah i love like i think this is one of bill Hader's like best scenes honestly just just because right. he's i mean he just carries it you can tell he's just uh um <laughs> he's so natural there's just something about him dude yeah he's like he's like I met her at this bar brought her venues complimented her on her tote bag next thing I know she's putting my mouth around the t- <laughs> she's putting her mouth around the tip of my penis I'm like holy shit dude <laughs> well, he, escalated so quickly he yeah. plays it so well like a like like a Vietnam vet like reminiscing about war like it's like holy shit dude like <laughs> but how great how great is when they fake the call and the, the the shot goes back to the bartender and the bartender's like what the fuck yeah right I love that he's like he's like oh sorry we can't pay for these drinks <laughs> they fucking leave oh my uh, god it's great is this the one where they change the the radio back and it's like oh there's blood everywhere is, is that this one uh i think so i'm not sure oh um yeah 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 when he gets the radio call and he's just like oh my god yeah. all units respond oh and he just like turns it off oh god oh my god um sets down in the basement watching his uh period blood Finds the alcohol. Uh, well, he doesn't. F- he finds the alcohol. Pours out that. What is it? Detergent. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's not gonna work, man. <laughs> dude, that's. Uh, hey, you're gonna. You're about to kill everyone at that party. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking crazy. Um, Me- meanwhile, Evan's been put into this fucking weird situation. <laughs> yeah, because like I, I don't. I mean, I've. 
you know, I, I, I like <clears throat> I've been at some parties, you know, where shit like that got like busted out, and it's always in like the side room, like away from the party. But like, like right. I, you, you know when this is going to happen, and it's like, all right, I need to get out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that's that's a hundred percent. I was going to say that. Uh, like, I haven't been in that situation, like where I feel too intimidated to leave, but I do know, like, of just like going to a party and like just finding like a weird kind of like side party that's happening. Um, and just like walking up to it and being like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. No- nothing <laughs> happens in those side rooms off. Like nothing good happens like off at those side no. rooms. It's always something like, Hey, yeah, no. everybody here's here to get fucked up. But like, we're here to get like really fucked up. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we're here okay. to get fucking buck wild. Yeah. Um, dude, one of the guys is David Crumholtz. Um, he's been in heaps of shit, man. He was in, um, have you seen 10 things I had about you? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Oh my God. How dare you? Um, <laughs> what a, what a, whatever. He's been in heaps of shit. Um, yeah, this, this, yeah, I, I, <laughs> this is Michael Sarah's best scene, I think. Oh yeah. These eyes. <laughs> it has to be right. Oh, that's but so- I love the way his voice just fades out. <laughs> yeah. Like, come, come do a line of cocaine. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But they must, yeah, they mistaken him for uh, someone's brother. But I love how fucked up that guy is—the one that drove up from Scottsdale. <laughs> if you look at him, dude, like he is like pacing out, like he's he's like like doing these long blinks. Um, it's it's hilarious, man. Um, we cut, see. There's a lot of there's a lot of like cutting back and forth. So right. I'm going to, I'm just going to have to take it the way the movie goes because I, I can't do it any other way, unfortunately. Um, we cut back to the cops and Fogel. Uh, I love the way they're using this uh, breathalyzer. Yeah, it's like, they're like putting bets on it. Like, see who's over or under and shit. Like, that's great. Um, like, dude, they, they remind me of, um, if, if it wasn't Nicholas Angel, but just like uh, Nick Frost's character times two. Like yeah. this is what would happen. Yeah, absolutely. From from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> like absolutely, right? It has to be. Um point point oh eight motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well that they yeah, they let they let McLovin hold the gun and that homeless guy is yeah. still fucking knocked out in the back of the car. He's car. still fucking knocked out <laughs> in the back. But I love I love how it's like Shoot off. <laughs> yeah, they kinda like tipped him in. He's like, Yeah, except for Michael Deere, he's a terrible shot and it's like, Oh, what the fuck? Mm. It's like it's like having two cocks. <laughs> oh my god! We cut back to Evan and he's just fucking belting it out. <laughs> yeah, um, I love one, it. One, oh, I was gonna say one of the guys as well is um the guy from Knocked Up who agrees to grow out his beard and basically they're just giving him shit the entire movie. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that was him. It's yeah. him like sitting in the chair with the fedora on. Yep. Like, yeah, that's yep. fucking hilarious. Like the guy doing yep. all the coke is over there starting to cry and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is full crying. He's like in tears. Well I love I love uh, when they I love when they cut back to Seth Rogan. He's just like, oh hey you got blood on your leg too, huh? Blood brother, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. You said Seth Rogen. Yeah, because he, he's, <laughs> he's essentially, he like is Seth Rogen, you know, and that's what's like fucking me up. I know. That's why, that's why whenever I say Seth, it's very easy for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, basically the, the janitor w- walks into the fucking room and he's like, fight! <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> you were dancing off of my fiance. I'm actually not that good of a dancer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love these kind of scenes because you know he he fucking chucks the bottle and hits the cokehead in the fucking in the head with, like, with the bottle, and then she hits she hmm. hits like Jonah Hill with a lamp. And he's like, "Use my leg as a love- fucking tampon." I love I love Michael Sarah like stuck at the bottom of that fucking three way. Yeah, he's like underneath Juggernaut from the X Men. <laughs> Get him, Jimmy's brother. Hold him. Uh, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Uh, yeah, she's got an annoying voice, by the way. I'm calling the cops. Oh God, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, they fucking take off out of there. But th- then they cut back to McLovin too, like them shooting the stop the, the stop sign. Um, oh, it's so wrong, but it's hilarious. That's fucking yeah. the funniest yeah. part of that is just like yeah. they're, sh- they're shooting the stop sign, and then the cops show up and they run from the cops yeah. as the yeah. cops. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know it's such a simple movie, but I love the. Sometimes I do love the cinematography, like the shot of the beers falling off the back. Yeah, that's great. They shoot night. They um, shoot night really well. I like that. They they do. Um, <laughs> you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Car 98, that's you. <laughs> you dumb fucking whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, basically, they're responding to this house party. Um, we cut back to Seth and Evan. Uh, you know, you bailed on me. I didn't bail on you. Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we we need some drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, and I guess it's kind of, it's kind of like in service to the whole, um, uh, the college thing. Yeah, well, this, I mean, in the, it, this kind of made me also feel like the the scene in Shaun of the Dead where he's like, you always fuck things up and make me look stupid, you know, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, and, you know, we've totally got a Shaun of the Dead, like, kind of dynamic here, which is, but, I mean, it's not quite the same, you know, it's, it's you know, it's like Seth, you know, Jonah, Jonah slash Seth is not, you know, he, he's not like as bad as Nick, like Nick Frost character off in that, but like, um, I think they both kind of have, like, points on each other, though. Like, there's a couple of, like, digs they take on each other, but, like, they are kind of, like, you know, they, they, they both have something to say that's that's kind of, uh, like, that's, that's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of true about each other. Whether or not you, whether or not, you know, it's, like, it's it, it's even relevant to the points that they're trying to make. They are kind of, like, making digs on each other that, that are sticking a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Slater and Michaels are playing Star Wars with their torches. And they fucking hit Jonah Hill, which, by the way, this would kill him. This would break his back. Like, he gets destroyed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking great, man. Um, this whole situation is, is awesome. Uh, I love... I love I love Michael Sarah's reaction, man. Like, he's just completely shocked. The shot, the shot of the alcohol falling out of the tub... Um, it's kind of sinister, you know, as you're watching, you're yeah. like, man, this is, this is dark. This is fucking dark. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I love, I love these two cops just fucking bickering, man. Like, fuck that. You go check on him. Yeah, you check on him. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Pussies on the pavement, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's another line that we quote all the time. I think this is one of the, one of the most iconic shots of the whole movie is is michael sarah getting up and just booking it dude like that is uh, that <laughs> it's shot so well it's such a it's such a like it's such a wide shot and it's so pulled back like mm. there's so much going on i mean you can literally see from like one side of the sidewalk to the other one and you see like all you know all the street lights in the background it's like god this is fucking awesome 
Um, but I love Bill Hader. They kind of like have a little huddle, just like, hey, you know what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Like, All right, get on the fucking ground. <laughs> like just like turn <laughs> Spread on your shit. Spread your shit. <laughs> Bill Hader's great here, man. Like I love, I love the just the intensity. <laughs> Oh god! Well, at, um, at least I didn't call down a fucking helicopter. <laughs> holy shit! Right, um, <laughs> McLovin bailed. Blah blah blah. Um, but, well, obviously they see McLovin, right? Like the he looks like he walks out looking like a boss with a cigarette. Yeah, and like the cut under his eye, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like what a what a weird night. Like I haven't had a. I've never been to a party and had a weird night like this. I have had nights that just have like blown out into like what the fuck just happened. <laughs> when it, but nothing like this. When it when when Fogel's walking out and he's smoking the cigarette and it cuts to Jonah Hill and real slow mo. He's like, <laughs> it's like real yeah. slow mo. <laughs> uh, I love I love um, just basically it's just kind of like a foot chase, right? Like it's cutting between um, Seth Rogen and Michael Sarah, just like chase like in the chase and then you got like Bill Hader like kicking out the windshield and the fucking bum wakes up and Bill Hader's like whoa <laughs> I love the way Michael Sarah runs dude like he's booking it leaving Seth Rogen dude, in the dust like yeah. even though he runs kind of he runs he <laughs> runs like a fucking emu like a big bird yeah, yeah. that was a fast kid that's a fast kid alive yeah, I, I love the shot of Michael Sarah just dipping into the darkness like that yeah that's really cool dude I love the way that looks Right, and, and like it was things like that that kind of be like lended to like this this comedy. It's kind of like a, a touch above the rest. Like it feels a bit like a bit bigger in terms of production value. I don't know how, but it does. Uh, back in the day, at least. Well, whatever. Um, they cut across the neighborhoods. Uh, by the way, dude, this guy that comes out swinging with the bat is <laughs> Seth Rogen's dad. Oh, that's awesome, dude! He fucking yeah. he fucking beams Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets fucking nailed. Oh, dude, that is so fucking great because he pops him and he gets to right back up. And he's like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Seth Rogen's dad. Fucking hilarious, man. But I love I love Bill Hader just fucking driving around. McLovin! <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like looking for a lost like dog. Their, num- their number one priority is to locate this fucking teenager. <laughs> Um, he, he comes across Michael's basically throwing up his fucking he's a, last three he, meals. He's a freak. He's the fastest man alive. Fastest kid, cat, fastest kid alive. My ass. I love that. He's the fastest kid alive. Yeah. I love how he just shoots his gun in the air. <laughs> I'll scare him out of wherever he's hiding. It guns to Michael Sarah. He's like, oh God, they killed Seth. Oh, fuck. oh, my, God. oh my God. They shot him. They shot him. They shot Seth. Oh boy. But basically the three meet up. Um, they catch a bus. Hey, it's you. McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> this this homeless guy kind of looks like James Cameron on Hard Times. Like he look, he just ah. he looks like he's just gone down a rough batch. Like, well done. Yeah, actually, he he kind of does. Actually, this is this is James Cameron after the uh, the these new Avatar sequels will fail. Yeah, right. He's like, I spent so much time on this and they fucked it up. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and this is kind of like where we get the split, right? Like the gold slick uh, shatters. Um, oh, you do get a little bit more adventuring, I guess. Like they go towards the party, but then after that, that's when they sort of split. Yeah, because we get yeah, where they kind of make off with their you know with the with the <clears throat> their enchanted ladies of the evening. Yeah, and we also um, we also find out that this is where 
you know, Seth finds out that they're going to be rooming together, which right. is like, I still, it's still not a fucking big deal, man. Like, I, I just, I, I don't get it. Like, he just, it's like, dude, just chill. Like, it's not a, it's not a fucking big deal. See, right. That's what I was going to ask you because, like, college works different there than it does here. Like, we don't, we don't stay on campus. Oh, okay. Like, we can, but we don't have to. Well, I, I think, I don't know if it's just Seth's position. Like, he just wished, like, dude, you don't have to hide that from me, like, that kind of thing. But I think that, I, I think that Devin totally, he's like, well, I kind of have to, dude, because you fucking rag this dude, like, all the time. Like, you've always fucking ragged this dude. And, like, anything that Devin likes, like, it's like Seth just does, he fucking makes fun of the girl and, like, the friends that he hangs out with and, like, all this type of shit. So, like, I don't know if it's more of that kind of thing, but it is kind of odd that he's just so hung up on it. I'm like, dude, it's it's not a big deal. Like, if you guys were going to the same college, I'd understand that, you know. But like, it's not not even an option. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, it it might just be kind of in service to the story, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I guess. Um, but basically, they all kind of like part ways, and this is like that. It's a little tropey. This is that kind of like third act stuff that you get in movies a lot, where you're like, oh, the heroes have kind of like disbanded. Like, how are they going to get back together? Like all that bullshit. Um. Seth rocks up to the party with the fucking jugs of alcohol, um, which, by the way, if any of the teenagers drink from this, they're, like, st- stupid as shit. Yeah. Um, basically, I-, I love- I don't I don't know why. I love that shot of- the slow motion shot of, like, Jonah Hill walking with Emma Stone and the music just pipes up. I dig it. Yeah. I don't know why. It's more- it's kind of like a victory lap. Um- Fuck this scene. This this whole scene is just so. It's tough to talk about because it go, it flitters between each character so much. Yeah, um, right. It's it's literally well. If you want to break it down, it's like everything going on with their chicks. Like you know, Seth's doing the shots with the party goers because they're all like, "Yeah, Seth," you know. And and I actually do kind of like like that moment because he's he just had such a low point that he's like, it's what if in screenwriting you want to call it like the dark night of the soul or whatever. Like it's like the lowest point of the of the thing, but then. Yeah, we're seeing like uh, we're seeing like McLovin, you know, start dancing with the chick, and we see uh, you know Michael Cera um, going over and you know, oh yeah, but if I have sex with her and she's already drunk, isn't that kind of unethical? She's like, she said she would right. fully blow you, like fully blow you, like not half or like three quarters, but fully. Um, and then you know that um, I, I like seeing that scene with Jonah Hill taking shots with people and stuff, and like, yeah, I mean, let's do another one to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, but man, Emma Stone, she's just charming. She's so charming. I mean, you know, she is. No, she she is. She's. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to the scene. Um, like the the big scene with her and 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 uh, Seth in a sec. But um, yeah, you're like you're right. Like they are kind of like charming each other's girls and things like that. I I love the shot of like just the moment of of Fogel like seeing that girl he saw earlier with the G string and like he's like remembering all the moments. <laughs> yeah, that that one it, it being paired up with Michael Sarah in the bathroom like all right down the hatch he takes a sip and just, <laughs> just like spits yeah. that shit everywhere. She wants to suck on your penis. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sucking himself up, man. I love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, this was a this was a really smart twist on the story that I wasn't expecting. Um, basically, Seth is all fucked up and he's like, hey, hey, you're, you're like, you know, you can, you can drink, right? And she's like, no, I'm good. I'm sober. Like, I'm not drinking. Like, yeah. I, lo- I love that, dude. I wasn't expecting that. 
It was great. I, I wasn't either. Like, it kind of threw me off when, like, you know, everybody's taking shots and we never see her drink. And she's not like, oh, my God, I'm so drunk, like, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, it's 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 different because I'm not. Yeah, I, I was expecting that, you know, because we're, we're conditioned to that. We're, we're used to seeing it, but it's not there. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. I like that. Right. Uh, we come back to Evan and Becca. They're in the bedroom. I'm going to suck on your toe. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, 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 that's what you're going to say? Okay. <laughs> She's so fucking weird. The, the sweater, it's vintage. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's what he's worried about. For sure. Um, Jonah kisses uh, Jules, and she takes it pretty well, actually. Yeah, it's like, it's like she's she's more just like all right, calm down there, big fella. Yeah, um, she's just fantastic. I love her reaction as well. Like her, uh, the way it's shot as well, it's kind of like this. You you pretty much see it from her perspective. Like I love her eyes. Like the way it just kind of like she's like, what the fuck is happening? And like the way she pushes him off. Um, and dude, just just like. <sighs> His his plan was his downfall. Like his plan was like, I have to get her drunk and then she'll fuck me. Um when and when she's like here, she's like, Well, I mean, you're drunk. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's the barrier. Right. Like yeah. you you did this you did this to yourself. Like it's just it's great. It's fantastic. It's, it's actually it, this is like kind of what I was talking about with like Evan and Jules earlier, because it's like they both have kind of the same predicament versus where Jonah and Becca have the same predicament. It's like, you know, there's just too much alcohol. Like you don't need like I you know, the person that you're kind of like reciprocating feelings for doesn't really need that. Like I don't need you to be blackout drunk, you know, in order for you know, and just you know, just to be around you. Like that's that's fun. Like, I, I, you know, it'd be different if they would have, like, had a couple of dates under their belt or they were hanging out or whatever. Then it would be a very different situation, you know. But it's like, I'm just, I'm still kind of getting to know you, you know. Can we, like, <clears throat> slow the, you know, like, sl- like slow the yeah, wheels slow down a little bit? Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that they, they kind of yeah. have the same problem but on opposite ends. I like that. I think that's really cool. Right. It's fantastic. It's it's a great, it's actually a really great and tight screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 fantastic, man. Uh, Becca, I don't understand why you have to be such a little bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, damn, dude. <laughs> like that that went from like zero to like minus a hundred in <laughs> fucking sixty seconds, dude. Um, and then she just fucking throws up right next to him. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. That's when you know to call it quits. Yeah, it's, see ya. You just look over in the corner. And there's Ron Burgundy. He's like, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fogel, I got a boner. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who actually ends up doing like anything, even though it's minimal. Right, like- <laughs> and that's that's funny, right? Like, how funny is that? Because th- it's literally like, oh, okay, this kid's not getting fucking laid. See ya. Right. Yeah. And but uh, hey. <laughs> it was so funny as he busts out a condom and lubricant, and like we literally had a conversation between Seth and Seth and Evan. Where he's like, "Don't bring lubricant, you fucking Charles Manson motherfucker." Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're not dried up old ladies. They're good to go. Um, (laughs) Fuck, how do we skip past that, man? Um, Anyway, fucking Seth headbutts uh, (laughs) Jules. Oh god! Apparently, apparently that was a real thing. Apparently, she wasn't expecting it, and that was real. God damn! Really? Because I I I heard her her reaction was improvised, but like. Like, God, I, like, I wonder how hard he fucking popped her in the face with that huge ass, like, with that huge ass head of his. 
Yeah, dude. Um, and he just he just fucking down. Like he's he's out he's out for the count. Um, and the police rock up. Our favorite cops. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Party's still going on, guys. We will shoot you. <laughs> we will shoot you. <laughs> uh, I love the way they just clear out this house, man. It's fantastic. These guys is uh, just. We need more Seth Rogen, and we need more Bill Hader. It's just. I want to see more. Yeah, that that, um, that would be a great other guy sequel. I would fucking watch the shit right. out of that man. Right. It's in. Oh my god, it's in. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, man. Apparently Christopher Mintz mother had to be here. Oh while yeah, because he was underage. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awkward. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh. <laughs> oh hey mom. <laughs> What's really funny oh, is when, uh, when, uh, when the cops roll up to the door and they're like, hey, drop your, they're like, drop your appetini sugar tits and they take off. Like that, that guy, that kid at the door with the glass on is from Hot Tub Time Machine and, um, uh, yeah, it's extra. Clark Duke. Yeah, Clark Duke. There you yeah. go. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious, man. He's really good in sex drive. Yeah. He's, he, yeah. He's that overconfident guy that gets laid all the time, right? Isn't that him? That's, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the office as well in season nine. Yeah, season nine. Um, but yeah, basically, Bill Hader and oh, sorry, Michael's and Slater just bust in on on uh, Fogel having sex. <laughs> I assume you uh, all have guns and crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love these cops. The, these are these are these two are absolutely my favorite part of this movie, man. I just fucking love them so much. Um. I think I love when they sit him down and they're like, "Yeah, we 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 knew we knew what you're what you were this whole time." Yeah, I'm really sorry that I blocked your cock. <laughs> yeah, because I I wasn't expecting that. You know, I was just like, "Wow, the yeah, these no. guys are fucking losers." <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Um, but basically, well, do you think you can do me a really big favor? I love I love what they do for him as well. It's great. Yeah, I, I, I love fucking Bill Hader dancing in the living room before before they bust in on him. He's <laughs> yeah, like, that, that one shot. That one shot of him, like, with the drinks. Yeah, he's like, they bust in. He's oh, like, I boy. thought we were friends. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I love I love the way they're carrying out Fogel. He's like, yeah, I'm going to break your glasses, you fucking cop. You can't hold me. And they're like, this guy's crazy. They like they don't even like, you can tell like they don't, they're not even like that invested in it. They're like, oh yeah, this guy's crazy. Step back. The guy fucking spits. Oh my God. When this guy spits on Mike, on Slater. Oh my God. His reaction is, is fucking gold. He look, looks at the spit and he's like, whack. <laughs> that's so fucking great uh, and, I, I mean, and then like you know what you know what makes it better nice mullet asshole <laughs> yeah, nice mullet that's like oh my god <laughs> he's nuts we caught him the infamous Fogel yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, then you guys you guys are probably back to Fogel's right arm and he's like he's like this guy's crazy <laughs> wait for me on the outside <laughs> he oh yells from the back fantastic. of the cop car it's so fucking funny I love I love Seth Rogen's like fucking hand through the fucking windshield, like step back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are, um, are, are you carrying me? <laughs> no, I'm saving you from the cops. Yeah. <laughs> fucking go, fucking throw up. No, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, this is a great moment. But basically, we cut back to Michaels and Slater uh, fucking up the car. And man, talk to me about this. Um, 
Yeah, because I remember I remember this was like a big part of the trailer and stuff. Like this right. was this yeah. was like a big selling point because um, I don't know how big this was over in Australia, but like this movie was fucking huge here. Like especially in Tennessee, yeah. like here, like this is part of very very many uh, very, uh, sorry <laughs> many many like DVD collections. Like I've seen this in everybody's fucking stack. But um, oh yeah, it's in mine for sure. Just them fucking them doing donuts and like the progression of this car. Like <clears throat> it's like it's like the dude in Big Lebowski. Like the the, the progression of the destruction of this car is so <laughs> fucking great. Um, but because like what he's going like sixty or seventy through that fucking parking yeah. lot, listening to Panama by Van Halen. I'm like, holy dude, shit! Dude, like that's nearly that's nearly a hundred for us. Like that's that's highway motorway fucking speed limits. Yeah, but just him losing control and and uh, and Seth Rogen just being like, oh fuck, <laughs> like. Um, I love the I love the moment he loses control though. Like like the, the like Bill Head is like a face. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, oh Jesus! But Christ. dude, they immediately their first reaction is to get him out of the car and then like light the fucking thing on fire. <laughs> Just like Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. Yeah. Oh god damn it! How do you how do you but how do you like, report this on Monday morning, dude? Like <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, how do you like what paperwork do you file? Like what? Like, these guys are getting fired. These guys are actually getting locked up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fuck it, we won. Like, yeah. And then they're all kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Can we shoot I love, at I love, I love, I love um, Michael's walking up with the Molotov cocktail. Don't blow yourself up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, oh, they boy. get fucking, they give <clears throat> Mick, Mick Fogel, as I want to call him. Um, <laughs> they, they give him the good, Can I shoot at it? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> Can you? Oh, it's great, man. It's fantastic. It's it's oh, love this movie so much. Um we and then we get our little kind of like a like a we we're we're making up scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the sleeping bags. I I love this moment, but this is the moment that I least remember in this movie, only because it's probably the most stories like the story important movie like moment. What do you think? Well, I um, I think because there's so much, um, I, I think there's so much action going on, like right before this, and we just settle us back down. We're kind of like, oh man, but you know, we just kind of want to keep partying, you know. But it's like, no, nah, mm. we got to kind of settle down, like you know, and have our little, um, you know, kind of like a re a reconnection. You know, I, I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. See, but we've we've all had conversations like this with our with our. Uh, without bromances, right? I mean, like, I love you. I'm not even embarrassed to say it. I love you, man. Like, like it's it's so it's so relatable. Like, if I was drunk enough, if I was with there right now, I'd be like, oh, and I love you, man. <laughs> Slurring my speech and shit, Just spilling your drink uh, on, on somebody. Probably that's probably gonna happen. And then the fucking helicopter lands in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> that, for so, yeah, yeah. That's the second story involving you and fucking helicopters I've heard in the last, like, two weeks. Like, get it together, Wait, man. What? Like, the one where you, what was the other one? you and Matt were recording and that fucking, like, sta- that, that, like... Oh, my God, right? <laughs> that, that fucking helicopter landed in your backyard. Like, I thought you'd have a flashback and be like, oh, God, they're back. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I, it didn't even occur to me. The listeners are probably like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> because that was literally on the last episode, I think. I was last yeah like bro. that's fuck sorry guys i, I swear i'm not a delin- delinquent oh, i Jesus. love that as we're laying there i missed you too it's like <laughs> popping him on the nose oh jesus 
<laughs> Your mom's got huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god! But um, yeah, they're the they're at the mall the next day. They're trying on jeans. So fucking gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like. <laughs> These are too tight. Yep, those are too tight. <laughs> Way too tight. You need an upgrade. <laughs> um, and basically, they come across uh, Becca and Jules. And you know what? Like, this is this right here is like the moral of the story. Like, you don't need to go to great lengths to get these girls inebriated and you know fucked up to be with them. You can just make it happen. It's good. It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good, you know, moral. I like it. Yeah, I like it too because it's like, yeah, just like cool, cool your jets, dude. It's not, you know, it's it's not. Um, I, I don't know. It's great because it's it's just uh, it, it's set up in that kind of like eighties party. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get laid, like, and it ends up being like a, a totally a total flip of the script where it's like, no, that's that's not that's not cool anymore. Nobody likes being around that dude. That dude that dude grew up to be a drunk asshole. Nobody likes that guy. Like, these are good guys. You know, they're not terrible people. They're, they don't need to do that. Um, you know, and they, they know, like, the kind of like the moral implications of, like, what, like, he even says that. He's like, that's kind of unethical, isn't it? Like, you know, he's even, like, like ta- openly talking about it, like, while it's going on. I, I, that's great. It's a and good I, flip of the script. Absolutely, man. And I think that's another reason why I, I didn't really like it, man. Like, back in the day, it, I... I Everyone was talking about it like it was this big, vulgar, crazy, you know, envelope-pushing movie, and it's it's just it's it is and it's not like yeah. I mean, if if, if you have, is it, I would say if you have a problem with like language, then that's one thing. But it's yeah. like, dude, it's not really. I mean, it's just language. That's really all. There's not any like new. There's not really any nudity. Right. Like that. This could have been a lot more. You know, a lot more envelope pushing, and it's not. Right. Absolutely. And uh, I think. Uh, <sighs> I can't really think of a movie like this that 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 has this kind of ending. Yeah. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you think about Van Wilder and American Pie, uh, even Girl Next Door, I can't remember how that ended, but yeah. Yeah, right. Everybody, you know, it's it's kind of like, like I said earlier, those movies are bullshit. They're, they're, re- they're dream realities of what, you know, uh, of what kind of like what they tell us as guys we should want to attain. Like, oh yeah, we should want to be popular and like the guy at the party that everybody's liking, you know, we should get this girl, the one that we want, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like, nah, like that's just not like, I, the only thing I can really think of is kind of like. Uh, Michael J. Fox's movie Teen Wolf, like he's after this, you know, head cheerleader blonde girl the whole time, and at the end he's just kind of like, "Nah, I'm good." Like when she advances him, he's like, "Nah, I'm I'm fine," and he goes with like the girl next door, the girl who's been there all along, like that kind of thing. Um, and I I like that kind of ending because it's just anything that takes that typical thing and just kind of. Like, nah, like, we're not, we're not going to do that. I do find it <clears throat> like, <laughs> just like, have you, have you ever had, like, have you ever, like, I, I've had this experience once where I was like at a party and hanging out and like, uh, and, and I, I went to this bedroom and it was like, there were two, there were two, two beds in there and they're two like single beds. So like one girl sleeping in. Is this about to get wild? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, kind of, but she's sleeping in one bed and I, and I literally walked in. I was like, Hey, I'm just sleeping in the other bed. So, you know, just ignore me or whatever. And I'm taking. Oh yeah. 
No, that's happened to me. Yeah, no, yeah for no, sure, dude. Have they started, like, crying afterwards? <laughs> and just started, dude, drunken, <laughs> just, like, crying about shit that I'm like, oh, God, dude. And I can't just walk out of the room, like, what an asshole, you know? So I have to, like, sit there and kind of take care of this person. And I was like, oh, man, oh, this is... Dude. This, I mean, I, no. I, I didn't have any intentions when I came in here, but this is not what I intended at all. Like, this is, like, not what I thought was going to happen, if anything. Like, holy shit. Dude. I'm not even kidding. I I have been in that situation. Oh my god, it's fucking <laughs> yeah, I, ab- ab- absolutely. Like you, like you, you. I at that point it was late in the night, and I just wanted to fucking go to bed. But you just can't. Like you can't. Yeah. Um. We can. By the way, we can probably do a special feature on our drunken stories like this. Like, <laughs> this, like you know what I mean. I guarantee you, we can like fill up a whole episode full of this shit. Well, um, one one thing I love is that as they're, you know, as we're ending and they're going down the escalator, and uh, you know that it's great visual. By the way, it is a great visual, but I think it's really telling that it's it's Jonah Hill who's the last to look away. Like he like he's kind of, mm. he's the one that has trouble letting go of this. Like he's the one who's kind of having dependency issues, if you want to say it that way. Um, sure. So I, I love that, and I love the fade to black. You know, that's that's like an old school movie kind of feel that doesn't really happen a lot anymore. Like I love that. We just uh, movies where they just walk into a crowd and we kind of pan back and they just disappear in the crowd and the screen goes black gets gets me right in the fucking feels man because it's that, that's like how a lot of older movies used to be i remember growing up you know just letting them fade into like the crowd and i fucking love that i love that so much i yeah i weirdly agree with you <laughs> um yeah this was a i remember when this ended and i was like oh Okay, that was that was the movie because, like I said, I was a little disappointed the first time I saw this. I was like, mm, "Yeah, it was alright." <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't as full on, and uh, it, because back then you're not looking for the morals, like you're not really looking for any any meaning. Like I said, you just want to see tits and ass, like ugh. yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, this movie after multiple viewings, man, grew and grew and grew. And it's now probably one of the most watched movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, in probably in the 11 years I've seen it, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen it. Um, it's just so readily available to me on Netflix and shit. And even on DVD, man, I like sometimes I pop it in and just kind of even have it on, on in the background. It's just such a great background movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes uh, I remember we used to play poker. Uh, me and some mates at his place, at my mate's place. And, uh, you know, we just picked a movie and it was fucking super bad um i absolutely love this movie man i really 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 glad we got to cover it um it's a fantastic movie it's hilarious it's insightful uh at the time it was groundbreaking um great performances great dialogue man you don't dialogue doesn't get any better than this in terms of comedy for me like uh, this is just so quotable um and it's just it's it's brilliant it's fantastic yeah yeah i think um i mean i've pretty much said everything that i want to say i think it's a great coming of age movie um it also kind of has um i don't want to say like political correctness you know it's it's not trying to be politically correct it's it's a legitimate movie where it's like yeah this thing that people the guys have done for like decades and just get a girl plaster and you know that's how we um um like that's that, that's that's like it's it's crazy that that was just, uh, the typical story for so long. And the fact that they flipped that is fucking awesome. Um, all the characters are great. This blew up a lot of people like really well. Um, 
And um, and I, I I watched like the good line of like the highly improvised comedies like Superbad and like um uh, or sorry like uh like This Is the End and like Pineapple Express and stuff like that. And you know what's great is that those movies haven't gone on forever. Like they kind of stopped after a few of them. And I'm like, cool, I like that. Like these guys went on to do other stuff. You know, they're doing serious stuff now. Um, right, Dan Hill is like an Oscar Oscar shit. Like, right, yeah, you know, Wolf of Wall Street and. Things like it's, that, and it's really it's so hard for him to break that um, to break that typecast. And I'm really glad to see that he has, and um, you know, Michael Sarah is just I think he's just always going to be like in comedy, you know, and that's probably just where he feels comfortable. You know, he likes doing stuff like that, but you know, stuff like Juno uh, and Scott Pilgrim and, and things like that. Um, and I, I I I love this movie. I think it's I think it's great. I will probably buy it at some point. It's a really good. Uh, coming of age story and I've, I've you know we should just do like a special episode where we talk about shit like this that have happened on nights where we're you know we're running from people or fights and shit like that that have happened because I've got a few of those stories as well um, but you know all in all I would give this like a straight 8 out of 10 I thought it was great I I, I, I think at the time like I, I didn't like it at the time because of how overhyped it was and the way people were trying to portray it to me in a certain way and I was like man you know I just oh man it's like you know it's like that movie Project X like oh it's fucking awesome it's like no nah, this is similar, but this movie has so much more heart and soul behind it. Um, yeah, and I, I Project X is a bit. It's it's way too shallow. Right, exactly. It's very uh, very shallow and pedantic. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. I'm glad we covered it. You know, and it's it's good to have. You know, we've covered a really iconic British like uh, horror film, and now a really iconic like American one. Um, and it, I, I think it's I think it's the best teen comedy to come out in like the last like ten or twenty years. Honestly, uh, I can't think of another the one that really holds a candle to it in terms of like, you know, um, comedy in terms of humor and, you know, think, uh, sorry, those are the same fucking thing, uh, in terms of humor or in terms of like heart and script writing and stuff. And it, it's, it's, it's really good. And like I said, anything that has kind of the fingerprints from freaks and geeks on it, just that uh, you don't know how they do it, but they're just so aware of like all the social, like, Oh, I'm supposed to eat it alone. Like that fucking guy, you know, it's like, dude, this, it's so crazy. Right. It's just how well, it's perfect. yeah. Even though we don't know anything about that dude, we know that for some odd reason, and it, that guy's just fucking weird and that's why he eats alone like we understand because we've been there before um but yeah i mean that's- but you know what it is man like you can you, you can full-on like imagine what it is it's literally either seth rogan or evan goldberg and they're probably sitting together in the writer's room being like remember that guy back in high school who like did this and they're like oh yeah let's write him in like you know what right, i mean yeah it's fucking awesome man i love that shit well yeah i mean that's that's pretty much all i've got to say um I uh, yeah. I'm I, I wish yeah I I wish Matt could have been on this episode because I think you know I mean God we'd have like a just with the three of us like we would have had like a four hour long podcast over a movie that's like two hours long. <laughs> um, oh, absolutely. But um, um, yeah, man, this this was. Oh no, I was just gonna say you you gave a score, so I'm just gonna give mine. And like, if it, if you haven't guessed already, it's probably either nine point five or like a ten. It's like perfect for me. Yeah, and just how simple this movie is. I mean, what it was like a twenty million dollar movie that made a, like a hundred and twenty million dollars. Like this thing knocked it out mm. of the park. Um, and like I said, launched a lot of careers. Uh, and you know, I. I God, here's to hoping they never try to make a sequel to this fucking thing. Please, please oh, don't, please don't cash that yeah. in in like twenty years. You know, after you've gone in serious <laughs> stuff, like please don't try to do you know, that. You know what I, I I get reminded of? Um, the the sequence in um this is the end when they're like we didn't we're gonna make a pineapple express too, <laughs> and you know who you know who we're gonna do? We're gonna assassinate Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the only way I would watch Superbad 2 is with evidence Seth or the cops now. That's the only way I'm watching that oh. fucking movie. 
Um, That'd be awesome, dude. But yeah, I mean, you got anything else you want to add? Um, not really, dude. I mean, you know, I'm sure uh, everyone heard us uh, beating out our socials in the mid-roll advertising, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But we can do it again. We look um, like sellouts. We look like yeah. sellouts. No, um, let's 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 go down to the local corner and sell <laughs> our bodies. Um, but yeah, you I mean you guys know uh, Instagram at Midnight Double Feature, Facebook at Midnight Double Feature. Uh, we got the after party, which is connected to that. Everybody's invited. You can find us at Twitter at MDF Pod. You can find us on um, YouTube. Uh, please, please, please rate and review us on iTunes if you can. Don't care if it's one star. Don't care if it's five stars. Just give us what you think we're worth, and we will catch you guys later. 